0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Clockwork Cantina after a couple of weeks break. I am one of your hosts, Josh 902, and this is the other host of the
1: show. I'm DT3. What's going on, everybody? How are we doing today? What's up? What's happening?
0: Hey, guys, it's good to be back. Apologies for those, for those couple weeks off there. We, we had plans for shows, but uh, I'll just get out of the way early. I had a toothache. And I've had a toothache for about two and a half weeks, I want to say at this point. I think it's two and a half. It started like in the middle of a week. And I was, it's just awful. It's just not good at all. The DT can tell you I was dying. It was pretty, uh, pretty terrible. And I thought I was going to get the tooth removed. And then it turns out I have to actually go to a dental surgeon, which... So yeah, I still have the fucked up tooth in my mouth right now. I, I took pain meds. And they make me a little drowsy. So if I fall asleep, DT just scream at me and I'll get right back to we'll get right back to it. It's not gonna happen though, because DT's a voice with me and we'll be talking. Um uh so that's why we haven't had a show in a couple weeks. I was just miserable. I mean, just it was awful. It's the brush your teeth, guys. Like that's that is in my notes, is here Boys. is like take care of your teeth, brush them, floss them. Do whatever you got to do to not experience this, because I tell you, it's the worst pain imaginable, because it's like, like if I if I like scratch my arm, I can like put my hand on it and like grab it, you know, and like kind of dull the pain a little bit. You can't do that with no tooth. It's 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 you can't grab that tooth and squeeze it and make that pain stop. It's it is constant until you get pain meds. Um, So I'm going tomorrow. And I'm going to have this tooth removed from my dental surgeon, they're going to gas me up, they're going to numb it, and they're going to cut it out of my mouth. Uh, So originally, it was scheduled to be on March 3rd. But I had to call today to get more antibiotics because I have antibiotics that I have to take because it's infection and stuff. And um, they're like, we have a cancellation. Do you want to come in tomorrow and just have it removed? And I'm just like, oh, yes. Yes, give me that date with the dentist on Valentine's Day. <laughs> right, so let's get this bitch out. Um, yeah. So that'll that'll I was going to say that'll be fun. It it, it It's it'll, I,
1: be, it'll be relieving to get that out of there. Yeah.
0: That's true. That's true. And they said I'm not going to feel any pain or anything. They're going to make sure I'm good and numb and it, like it'll be sore afterwards. But, but I'll tell you the God's honest truth. Any pain can't be any worse than what I've already felt. Because that shit legit makes you think thoughts you would not think otherwise, and not pleasant ones, you know. Like, man, just—I
1: can imagine. Dude.
0: Yeah, it's it's awful. Um, I've always had not very good teeth. I've been really bad at taking care of them, and now I'm paying the price for that. Uh, Daniel's mic's a bit low. Okay, I can turn him up. Uh, What's up Loki? Th- thank you for letting me know in the chat. Um, he should be better now, but let me let me know when he talks. How
1: about now? How do I sound Let me know. Or let Josh know, rather.
0: And, um, it's good? Gotcha. Um, and I didn't take care of them growing up, and that is totally on me. I also had phobias of the dentist. I think a lot of us have those fucking phobias of the dentist when we're kids. I had bad experience with the dentist, right? I'm gonna tell this story, since we're already talking about it. I was getting, I don't know, I don't even know how old I was. 11, 12, 13 in that age range, and I was getting a cavity filled, you know? And, um... I was laying there, and I may have told this story in Discord, so DT, you may have already heard this story. Um, I was laying there, and the, and the dentist is drilling, and all I hear him say is, oops. And then I just feel the worst pain imaginable ever in my mouth. And, and, the te- and my mouth's hung open, right, so I can't cry, but tears just start streaming out of my eyes because it hurts so bad. Uh, and he looked at me and said, did you feel it? And I went uh huh, and 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 it numbed me up like even more, and it was just like, after that, he, when you have Jeez. experiences like that as a young person, you don't want to go to the dentist, right? Like when you have like this person was obviously not <laughs> very well trained or didn't do the job very well, and it left me with a phobia, and now I'm paying the price for that phobia all these years later at that. Not doing the correct thing by going to the dentist and not doing the correct thing by taking care of myself. I, I own that. It's totally on me. Uh, I should have been brushing, flossing and all that. So the reason we're telling this story is so you guys don't make that same mistake. Uh, d- Just listen to me when I tell you, you don't want to feel it, guys. You don't want to feel it I, I when I first go, went to the dentist with that first appointment, I couldn't wait. I was excited to go because I was like, I cannot wait for this tooth to get out. Um, Uh, and I'm, I'm a little nervous about tomorrow because like, I I can't, let's be real. They're going to cut my fucking mouth open and take a tooth out. Like that's, that's a little nerve wracking, but I'm sure it's going to be fine. They're going to numb me up and stuff, but I can't help but be a little nervous. I think that's normal, but that's, that's, that's why we haven't done a show in a couple of weeks. I appreciate Daniel B or sorry, DT being very patient with that, that, um, those cancellations, I was dying. He knows I was dying. Um and all I've been doing is I take pain meds and I I pass out. Like for like two weeks there. I was like I wasn't even in Discord for a little bit. You know, we usually hang out in Discord. You know, every night and play games and, and or watch movies or or, or or watch football or whatever's going on, you know, and and I wasn't around very much because I was just sleeping. I was sleeping from the pain meds. Uh, so I can't wait for tomorrow to get this over with, at long last to get this tooth, the son of a yeah, gun there. out that's killing me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've missed a couple of weeks, but what that means is that we've been up to a lot of stuff, DT. And since I've been oh, talking for a minute, have we? It is your turn. What have you been up to the past couple of weeks? Oh, have swap we been up. up
1: to stuff? So
0: swap over to our
1: thingy. Yes. Uh as per usual I've been watching a lot of movies playing some games uh watching some TV but not as much but uh yeah so let's let me get into that so
2: I uh had been watching the Rocky movies uh
1: going through them in order and since my last update which I think I saw the first 3 a couple weeks back on our last episode I have since seen all of them so Rocky 4 I watched uh Rocky 5 I watched Rocky Balboa I watched and I've even seen the first Creed um and I want to watch the second one here pretty soon uh I haven't seen it yet so I want to check that out to get ready in time for the third one um been keeping up with all the episodes of The Last of Us, so I'm caught up on that all the way from episodes two to five. I've um, been keeping up with The Bad Batch, episodes five and six, I believe, uh, or five, six, seven, and eight, actually, I think now uh, is all that we've uh, seen up until this point since our last update. Uh, been playing the Division Two a lot. Been uh trying to beat the story, and you know I'm gonna be making my way through the DLC here pretty soon. Um, in terms of movies, uh, I've I've I mean, I've seen a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Love Actually, uh, Triple R. Uh, I rewatched Rush Hour Three. Watched Zoolander, Idiocracy, Megan Chronicle. Uh I even watched uh what is this? Uh oh Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, uh The Boy, the Mole, The Fox and the Horse, uh Sissy from 2022. Eraserhead, uh Sick, To Die For, Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, Smile, Mid 90s, Jackass Forever, Black Swan, uh Strange World. Big Boss, The Wolf House, Bale, They Live, all that jazz, Cyber City, Edo, 808, um, and then some of the games I've been playing are obviously I've been playing Fortnite. I, I started playing a little bit more Hunt Showdown recently as in the past couple of days. Um, Overwatch 2 I played for a little bit. And then I, I kind of got the itch to play Halo Infinite again. I don't know mm-hmm. why i just kind of like i haven't played this game in a long time and i remember enjoying halo a lot when we when we were playing a lot back in the day you know when it first came out so i was like let me hop on and, and, and play that again and i had fun with it it was pretty cool uh i played a little bit of ready or not because they're always updating that that was cool i hopped on c at these for a little bit just to kind of look at my drops that i got from twitch and all that so i didn't really play but i I just hopped on to check it out again for a little bit um what else um oh i was streaming assassin's creed rogue last time we uh, had a show i've since finished it i also played this other game called adios which was interesting as well played it beat it in like one stream it was a very short game Uh, i tried a couple betas uh, or demos of some games like dark and darker and operation harsh doorstep and then i tried a, a nda technical test for an upcoming game that uh i kind of i had fun with so um, obviously i can't say what it is but uh you know when i can i'll definitely let you guys know what what that was but, that, but yeah i had fun with that and then i watched uh you know, watched the Super Bowl yesterday. That was fun. And then, like, a few weeks back, we watched the Royal Rumble, which was cool. And then, in terms of TV, the only other, like, the non-live TV that I've been watching or that I did watch was all season one of The Old Man. And I have to say, that show was pretty dope. Uh, the ending was kind of, like, kind of weird, I-, I I do think. Especially the way they just decided to end it. I don't know. I'm i not going to say spoilers because I know Josh hasn't seen it yet. but. I I enjoyed the show for the most part, but there was kind of some some the ending. I was kind of like, huh. But I got you. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what you think about it when you when you get to it. Yeah. And then the the biggest update for me is I finally, 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 have gotten the computer situation. Uh, That's right. Taken taken care of. That's like the biggest biggest update since the last time we streamed. That's true, if you guys. Remember, I don't remember which episode it was exactly, but a a couple episodes back, uh, I was like crapping out in the middle of the show and all that and uh so yeah we finally got the pc situation figured out i I basically had to build a new pc i kept some parts from the old one but basically got new parts and 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 and, you know built my own pc for the first time pretty much and uh i'm just honestly i'm just glad it's over i'm glad i i I don't have to worry about that shit no more because that was a that was a frustrating time let me tell you um, but I'm glad it's over now. I even got better internet now too. So, no, so it's only upgrades, baby, only upgrades. So yeah. I'm happy that that, all that shit shit is gone now and, and we can move on to, uh, to other, uh, you know, better things. But, uh, that's pretty much been what I've been, uh, that's pretty much what I've been up to, uh, you know, fun stuff anyway.
2: Um, but Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes, sir. Okay, it's my turn. I just remembered I needed to put something on here. I have been, even though I've been in some pain, I I have uh, I did get to watch a couple of things before the two things started. So, and then some stuff during because I couldn't sleep. Um, so I have watched the movie about time, which is a lovely romance, uh, kind of comedy movie. It's it's it was. I, I I bought this movie and I had never watched it. I cried like a baby watching it. I think we were in Discord one night and like they watched a movie and then I watched a separate movie and we were yeah. when we were done I was like, I'm crying, guys. This is so emotional. Uh but great movie. Uh recommend uh anybody to check out about time if you haven't seen it. Twenty thirteen movie with uh Daman. Dominelle Gle Gleason and 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 Rachel McAdams and Margot Robbie is also in that movie. Um uh so a yeah, really good movie, enjoyed it. Um I'm actually behind on the Bad Batch. I've only watched episodes 4 and 5. So I need to watch those uh the newer oh, so episodes good. rather. Um so you yeah, I'm definitely going to going to watch those. Um Next up, uh I started watching Star Trek Lower Decks. I couldn't sleep and I was like, I wanna watch something, but I don't wanna watch a movie. I just wanna watch a couple episodes of something quick. And it is funny little Star Trek animated uh show that's kinda like Futurama Y uh animated series. It's 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 funny. It's it's kinda like about like, you know the story of Star Trek. You know who's, who's on the main bridge and calling the shots. You know these guys. Star Trek Lower Decks is about the low other guys, the guys that are, like, way down on the, on the other totem pole. And it's, it's, uh, it's pretty funny. It has uh, Jack Quaid is in it, uh, uh, playing voicing one of the characters. And it's, it's a lot of fun, and I've been watching it, and it cracks me up. I, I've watched season one, and uh, I started season two of of that um legends of vox machina i have watched all of season two it is complete and it is fantastic um it is it is better than the the first season and i really liked the first season uh they really uh they made some changes in the in the second season that i like um everything just kind of flows better it's a little bit less cringy, I guess, at times, although uh, uh, the, fir- the first season was kind of finding its feet. Season two, it's found its feet. Um, it has some great, badass moments. DT, I recommend you checking that out, especially yeah, since gotta... we're into the tabletop RPG stuff again lately.
1: Yeah, I have I, I, so seen season one, but uh, I just haven't started season two yet, because like I said, I haven't been watching much TV lately, so...
0: Yeah, I got you. I
1: will, I will try to get on to that and I can because I do want to check it out.
0: I think you're gonna really enjoy it. It's it's a it's 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 yeah. I mean, r- really, season two is great.
1: That, that, that's that's good to hear because, like I said, I did enjoy season one, and I didn't and I don't I didn't watch any like Critical Role or anything. I just mm-hmm. watched the show for what it was, and I I did end up enjoying it. So we'll see, uh, see how season two goes.
0: I will say, in season two, the um, they actually are past the point where I stopped watching the first campaign. Now, mm. so there was a. There's an episode in the later seasons that's like. This is kind of they even say the name of the episode uh, of, of the tabletop episode like they have, you know, each tabletop episode has its own name, right? And then they did the show. Um, they they literally name dropped the episode where I stopped watching that first campaign out. I just didn't have time. And I was like, from here on out, uh, it's it's kind of all stuff I hadn't really seen before. So that's pretty exciting. And I, I, I. I I can't wait. They they it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope um, as well because I believe I believe they've made some announcements for the Critical Role stuff. I don't know if it's in the news because it's a little bit older now, uh, but we might talk about that if I can dig it up. Um, the Last of Us. I'm all caught up on. I've I'm I'm enjoying it as a, as a viewer as, and as somebody that has not played the game. It's going to be interesting when we when we do a show on that. I can't wait to. To talk with DT about that, somebody that has played and completed the game. So, uh, mm. um, yeah, uh, The Last Dance. I told DT a long time ago that I was gonna watch this fucking documentary, and yes, I sir. it took a while, but we did it. I, in the middle of the great toothache <laughs> debacle, <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. Let's, well, I'm gonna watch The Last Dance, I'm gonna knock it the fuck out while I'm, um uh laid up and i did and i really enjoyed it it is so good it was cool to watch um uh jordan just uh, and and not just him like there's a good focus on the entire team like in in this whole doc series like rodman and 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 pippen like uh the the coach uh uh, and all of that like it was the the backstabbing that was going on the the fucking uh the, the 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 ending of like the era there for the yeah. bulls is it's
1: the end of the dynasty crazy. and why they why they ended it and you know cause yeah the owner and then and yeah it was it's crazy
3: especially considering I, how
1: like mm-hmm. he was like yo I would have came back if they decided to go for another another run and they just decided not to because like you know. But yeah it's it's a, it's a fantastic documentary uh yeah, it was loved, so yeah good. somebody who somebody who loves the sport and, and is you know a fan of the nba and history and you know michael jordan and and that, that that bulls dynasty is one of the the greatest teams ever assembled and uh you know they won they won six championships with those guys and it's just cool like getting to go back and see like some of the history of of, of you know of that last season and, and you know what what came before it and what you know what led to it and, and how it ended up just you know ending it was yeah it's great it's so good it's
0: a, it's a very emotional doc at times too like there's a point where really the one that made me kind of tear up honestly it was Rodman like there's a scene where Rodman is is walking I guess he's in the back and there's some fans there and I'm like, hey look, it's Rod Robman's taking the time to say hi to these fans and he signs some things and he and there's a kid there and he signs a thing for a kid and then he gives him a pair of fucking shoes. Like basketball shoes. And I was like, God damn you Dennis Rodman. You make me cry over this man. Like because I could just imagine being that kid and meeting like one of the all stars, like one of the fucking heroes that you care about in your sport that you care about, right? And being a young kid. And then yeah. and Rodman taking the time to to chat with them, to sign autographs and and then at the end of it to give him like some basketball shoes and shit. Like that's special, man. And and I respect, you know, sports stars that do that. Um I know Rodman is like a kind of a crazy dude at times, but that was like that's cool, man. That was cool. So I was like, I respect you for that. Um uh, it, I wish it was fresher in my mind it's been a little bit since I had seen it and I wanted to talk about it more but man I enjoyed it it was it was good I want more docs like that it was it it, it was one of those things where it was like I'd watch an episode and I'd, I'd see what time it was to see if I had time for another one you know so I, I would watch quite a few in a row if I had time for it because I just didn't want to stop um and the whole thing is just it, it's it, it's fascinating, especially because it's a sport that I don't know a lot about. To be honest with you, I'm not a big basketball person really at all. But I got DT here. Yeah. So if I ever have questions, I, I am a guy if I need it, <laughs> you know? Oh I and Yeah.
1: Yeah. Josh is not that much into it, but I am. I am definitely. <laughs> mm hmm. And it's not
0: like I don't like it. It's just I don't understand it. I, not that I don't understand yeah. it. But I mean, I don't I just don't watch regularly like or or, or at all, really. So it's yeah, not even that do I don't like of. it.
1: You should watch some games. And you should watch some Hawks games or some. <laughs> I'd be I'd,
0: I'd be, be down, to, down for try
1: that. Try to get some more into it, man. Because...
0: it would be cool. I need to be like our friend Paula, who got into the football last night. You know, like yeah, she, she had a good time, man. She, she was having fun. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to her earlier about uh, the next season in, in football again. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Oh man, the fucking the Kobe the Kobe episode where, where oh.
1: Oh that, that. Man, that, that shit. That. that man. It was. It was just his, the three year anniversary of his passing last mm-hmm. month, and man, I cannot believe that it's been three years already, man. And still to this day, one of the. I never met him in person, but like one of the people that like I I, I tell you, my cried for like a week straight when he passed away, bro. It was, no, I got you. It was awful, man. It was it sucks, dude sucks yeah but yeah th- uh, that episode definitely definitely hit me hit me hard when when it when it came out because i was watching that like that documentary as it came out because they were like uh coming out with episodes like they were it didn't all come out at once right mm-hmm. so i would like watch it as they were coming out and it's like oh here this next one's gonna be the kobe mm-hmm. one i was like man it, gotta prepare for it but it's you know it's mm-hmm. always good hearing him or you know seeing him you know and, and, other stuff. And, and, you know, yeah. I recently watched the redeem team documentary, which he was a part of as well. And that shit hit me too, man. Mm-hmm. So if that's another one you want to, that's another one I recommend you check out too. It's on uh it's also on Netflix for all of those of you out there who, who are wondering the redeem team documentary. It's, it's, it's more of a, uh, it's, it's more of a, a singular like hour and however long thing as opposed to like last dance where it's like multiple episodes this one is just one thing that you could watch and then and, and be done with it but it's it's really cool because it has to deal with the obviously the the redeem team which is the u.s men's olympic basketball team of 2008 and they kind of give you a little bit of backstory about like you know where the uh you know where the team was at that point in time because because they're called the redeem team for a reason and and you know if you don't know the history of it I I'll, I'll I won't say more than that other than I'll say you should check it out and see that because that's another another super solid cool one that 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 also got me with some of the stuff they they had in it but anyway yeah continue uh,
0: the last thing I'm gonna say on it is like it's just amazing to me how Jordan how easy he just made it look like he would just he
1: was that dude uh, man
0: he just t- he would just take off and it's like the dude is flying like it is he makes it look so easy like it's crazy and i don't know if i've ever known anybody that's that competitive either that is like will will literally make shit up to fire himself up on the on the court right like it's like it's uh, like wow that is somebody that is super competitive like and just made it look anytime I'd watch him and he'd go up for and, you know, they were showing the footage of him just going up and he'd just go up and dunk and 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 yeah. shoot. I was just like, he just makes it look so easy. He just makes it look so easy. And it's also like. Like, unselfish at times, too, like, just just like I can't make the shot. All right, I'm throwing it over here. He can make the shot, you know, I'm throwing it to, to Steve. He can make the shot. Um curious. Yeah. Like
2: that's
0: man. Insane. Insane. So yeah, watched The Last Dance and really liked it and enjoyed it. So I'm glad I watched it. Uh, Um We watched the Royal Rumble. That was fun. It's a little old now, but that was fun to watch. Um we watched the Super Bowl last night. That was fun as well. Um, I have a uh, television series. I was just sitting in the living room the other day, and the TV was on, and my tooth was hurting like it has been. I'm sure everybody's in Discord. I'm sure they are just absolutely sick of hearing me talk about this fucking tooth. Don't worry, guys. It's almost over. Uh, <laughs> the uh, But while I was sitting there, my dad had TV on, In it's MASH. Dan, DT, have you ever watched... The mash television series at all like or the movie either have you ever seen it
1: i i haven't seen the movie but like there's it's been on like tv here and there so i've seen like some of it but i never like watched all you know all of it yeah of it, you know. so
0: i i love mash it's one of my favorite like series as a kid i didn't appreciate it as an adult i love it and there was an episode on and it's an episode and i was just sitting there thinking i was like you know what i'm gonna watch this episode and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in the notes for when we do Cantina next because this mm. show was made in the 70s, right? And yeah. there's an episode called Point of View. And it's for those of you that don't know what MASH is, it stands for Mobile Army Surgical Hospital that's set in the Korean War and they're doctors that are close to the front lines and they're performing surgery on people. And you usually follow those characters around. You follow the character of, of Hawkeye and and B.J. around uh, as they work and do surgery on on wounded soldiers. And. um, This episode is different because it starts with you in the point of view of a soldier that gets ambushed and gets wounded and the entire episode is shot like from the first person view of you as the soldier. That's the whole episode. And I just thought that was like so crazy for a show in the 70s to like do. It's like the whole time we don't follow any other character. We're just the soldier and we see his point of view the entire time. Like we're, we are the camera. Uh, so when they talked to this, to the the actor, they're looking right at you. When there's something going on, they're looking right at you. When you're talking to another character, they're looking right at you. And I just I just wanted to put that in the notes because I was like, you know what? Cool. That's a crazy episode. Um yeah. So, also thank you, Majin, for for your sub. D T. If you ever get a chance to watch, there's a few episodes of Mash that I think are really special. The point of view episode is one of those episodes. So if you ever see that episode on, you should check it out because it's 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 kind of it's kind of crazy that they they did that in my opinion in those those early TV days. Um, um, I've already talked about the dentist, so I don't need to put that on here. Um. I played vampire survivors for the first time. I put I've had it. I believe it was a gift from Loki in the chat. I believe gave me a copy. And I finally got around to, to playing it. I had some free time and nothing. We weren't really playing anything yet at that time. And I've played. I'm going to tell you how many hours. That's why I, that's why I'm delaying here. I want to see how long I have it. I've played it. I played ten hours and i enjoy it i like it a lot it's fun it's it's a great to kind of put on if you if you need a game that doesn't require a ton of thought it's 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 a good game i highly recommend checking out vampire survivors it's, it's a lot of fun i haven't played it in a little bit just because i've been doing other things but i will definitely check it out i think they just had an update too that added some some stuff and then the last but not least is I'm back on the division train. I think we're all on it now. Toot toot is leaving the station. Um, uh, I'm working on the DLC. I'd probably be playing it right now if we weren't doing the show, but we're doing the show because we we've missed it for a couple weeks. So yeah, boom, that is everything that we have been up to
1: the last couple
0: weeks, guys. So DT. If we are ready to move into this
1: here news, yes, because we we have a couple of weeks where the news yeah let's is, do it uh, is what we got as well. So the first is the gaming let's, news. Let's, let's let's get into that. Uh, let's do it. So the first thing that I have here is again some of this news is going to be a few weeks old now at this point, but we're still going to talk about it. Uh, first one is that the eye 007 uh came out on Xbox and Switch on
2: Friday the uh, January 27th.
1: They have a little release date trailer.
2: Oh, yeah, let me get that open.
1: I'll check that out. Uh so it arrived on the Switch as a part of the Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack membership and you can also purchase it individually on Xbox and it will be available as on Game Pass. As well, again, this should already be on there. Should already be out. This is uh, from a couple weeks ago. Yes. But I uh, have it open if we want to watch it. Check it out in three,
2: two, one, go.
1: Man, I remember playing this on the N64 back in the day. Yes, sir. Good times. I remember playing with my dad.
0: The nostalgia is so strong right now. Right? (gasps) <gasps> Paint bombs! <balls>. Oh. <laughs>
1: Bond. James Bond. Um, um. So, yeah. It's available January 27th, but again, it's already out. Yeah! If you want to play it on your Switch, you can. Relive the mold days of playing it on your N64.
2: For sure. So that's pretty cool. Um. There was also
1: a Xbox slash Bethesda developer direct that came out uh, a few weeks back. So we're gonna talk about some of that stuff oh, too. I actually, that's uh, right. I missed most of this stuff. I actually watched it on stream when it came out, and uh, so I kind of, you know, saw it as as it was happening. But let's let's talk about it. So there was there was a few things that that they uh, showed for it. Honestly, nothing that was super exciting for me personally. But uh, I got gotcha. you. Let's let's just, let's just talk about some of the stuff here. So, uh. Minecraft Legends was the first thing that they showed. Um, they got an official gameplay trailer for that. If you want to throw that up, and we can check it out really quickly. It's a minute, and 30 seconds.
2: Yeah, let me get that over. Heck, let me full screen. Hang on. Damn ye. Damn ye. Let me refresh, I guess. It's not... I didn't mean full screen. It. There we go.
1: But yeah, Weird. uh, Minecraft Legends will is a multiplayer action strategy game. Will have both a narrative co-op mode as well as a PvP mode. And this is some of the uh stuff that we got to see for it. So. All right. Three, I- two, one. Let it rip.
0: It's the pig-man!
1: It is... Not the creepers. There you go, there's the co op. This comes out on April eighteenth. Xbox, Game Pass, Windows, Switch, PlayStation, and Steam. So, you know, it's just uh, Minecraft exploring to other different types of games because obviously they have their main, you know, game that everybody knows. And they've done kind of other spinoffs here and there, and this is just another, you know, one of those spinoffs that they're doing. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, The next thing that they had was uh, Forza Motorsport. Um, it was kind of like a they had like a developer game, like kind of overview with that, and we don't have to really get into that. But you know, it's just the game. We 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 know how for, we know how good the Forza Motorsport games look. Like they 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 look.
0: amazing. they're pretty. Yeah, that's. Yeah. We're not really the, racing car guys here. <laughs> the,
1: yeah, the surprise thing, the surprise thing of of this uh, direct was that they announced and dropped this game called Hi-Fi Rush on the same day. And it was kind of like... It gave me, like, uh... It's a rhythm game, but it reminded me, like, Jet Set Radio, like, Sunset Overdrive kind of vibes. And it was made by the people who did The Evil Within. Um... Which is this game couldn't be any you know further different than that, but it it, it was pretty cool. And honestly, like even though rhythm games aren't really my kind of thing, I I'm, I'm, I may give this game a shot at some point because I thought it looked kind of cool. I, I I enjoyed the the art style of it too.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: They had a developer deep dive of Redfall that like ten minutes of gameplay um you can check out some of that if we want to we don't have to watch all 10 minutes but we can check out some of that
0: yeah did you did you uh, watch this you've watched the event, so you saw all this
1: yeah um, i i, I okay. saw most of it
0: what did you think of it you i mean
1: it's still i'll be honest this game still doesn't really do much for me like i don't know i i, I keep like waiting for them to kind of like show me something that will make me want to play the game but so far i just i'm not about it dude like i just i don't know I it, it, it just doesn't really it doesn't do much for me like it just feels like a feels like a left for dead with vampires and stuff but like it doesn't i don't know it just doesn't it just doesn't do nothing for me man i got Hold you on, explain it
0: no, I'm well, I feel the same because I haven't seen this yet. But from what I've seen earlier, it was like it wasn't grabbing me, right? Like it, before they even showed this, so I don't know, man. I, I, it may just be one of those games that ain't for us. Who knows? It may come out, though, and blow our socks off. Sometimes that happens, too. <laughs> like, when yeah, so you're not expecting normally, it.
1: Because <laughs> normally, this type of game is my kind of game. the Like, right. the four-player co-op, you know, shoot 'em up kind of thing. But I don't know. This yeah. one just doesn't really, like, it doesn't grab my attention. Like, it just, I don't know.
0: Like, DT and I still go back and play Left 4 Dead 2 sometimes. Or we'll still go back and play, you know, Borderlands sometimes. So... Right, excuse me, I'm just gonna ban margin from the chat. Here. <laughs> uh, how dare you? Um, yeah, I'm just gonna kind of skip through this video a little bit and just see. Yeah,
1: that's kind of that's kind of what I'm doing too. Yeah, just skip through yeah. it because I mean. So if you skip up to like. Uh skip up to like where am i at right now hold on 7 like 30
0: yeah 7 30. all right am i 7 30
1: here let's see talking about like the nests and stuff and where the vampires are at and yeah be careful when you're maneuvering that So you can go like neighborhood by neighborhood, Red safe ball, houses, taking them back from the vampires.
4: All There's a siphon ability,
1: in each area, which you have to defeat vampires, in order to take control of that area.
4: Whether you dive in solo or with friends, each hero can take on any situation. Each brings powerful, unique abilities to the fight, and the upgrades you choose change how they play. Here Layla's lift ability can be Skill tree looks kind
1: of cool, I guess attacks.
0: Yeah
4: Upgrade Layla's umbrella ability with bullet hail to absorb enemy bullets and release the energy back at them
1: Yo, they're a vampire
4: Customize your hero's ability tree to match your playstyle. style. Night. Let's get some light on the subject. Let's hit on the arsenal. There's a wide range of weaponry from military gear to new guns, weapons, guns, 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 shotguns to
1: oh, all kinds rides. of weird looking guns. Well, well.
4: And of course, there's also vampire stakes find these in the world to customize your weapons.
1: So I skipped the again to like 9:50.
4: When you reclaim significant sections of Redfall, the last... All right. When you prove yourself so you get a skull. Mind, that's a key. a key. A skull that gets you And then you can
1: fight vampire gods.
4: Red, the vampire
0: Vampire yeah. gods, like from Blade. Some thank motherfucker always trying to ice skate appeal. Thank you for all the support you've shown our Yeah, that's.
1: I think we can probably stop that there for now. Yeah,
0: I'm fine. I'm sorry. That just does not grab me. I, I like. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish it. Unfortunately,
1: did. it doesn't do much for.
0: Me. I wish I did because it's a it's a co op game and I have a lot of friends play co op games with you know. Yeah.
1: Uh. Yeah. last thing we got here is they had they did some for elder scrolls online they announced a new expansion called necrom they got a new class called the arcanist and they got some new stuff uh coming to the map uh and all that i haven't played the game so i don't really know what what's going on with that but uh it's coming uh on june 5th and june 20th for pc and consoles they have a little cinematic about it, but we don't have to watch that if you don't want to watch it.
0: Nah, I'm fine. We can. We have a lot of news to go through, so I am fine. with we So it. let's move on to the next thing. And what
2: else we got here? Oh,
1: this uh, cool little FPS oh, yes. game called The yes. uh, Parish, which looks pretty dope. Uh, there's a little trailer for it. I thought we'd check it out here. Yeah, we can watch that. So let's check this out because I think this game looks kind of cool. It's a little little trailer here. Yeah. Three, two, one, go.
0: I was not expecting to see a shotgun first thing, I'll tell you that. Oh, it's got cards. Neat. What is the soundtrack? I love it.
2: Irish. Neat.
1: Indeed. So perish. The game is uh out already uh and it has like from what i've seen kind of
2: Um, i really looked into why that is
1: but um i i think maybe it's just like maybe too repetitive i'm not sure Mm. but it looks looks kind of cool maybe something that, that uh be worth giving a shot at some point
0: how much is it's it? another
1: one that's another one of those uh 20 bucks
0: it's not bad really like
1: it's another one of those like four player co-op fps games to, you know,
2: uh-huh. play, so.
1: that'd be worth giving a shot at some point but...
2: yeah, it is out so that is uh, if any of that look cool to you check it out Alrighty. Uh, moving on. What else we got here? Uh, Ah. So,
1: a while back, there was people thinking that uh, Sony was teasing a new Uncharted game. And even though Naughty Dog has said that they're done with Uncharted, that doesn't mean Sony's done with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they came out with a commercial uh for the PS5 and in there they got kind of like glimpses of of things and and people are thinking that there's a character in there that kind of looks like it could be the daughter of Nathan Drake and Elena Fisher which we'll, we'll check out this little little video here and see what they're talking about. It's like a minute long.
2: Let's okay. check it out.
5: I'm All right, when
1: you're ready. All right, cool. Three, two, one, go. This is live from PS5. Let's go now to our first story. The good people of
3: Manhattan woke up to a- We got Spider-Man 2. the first of her tribe to have laid eyes on this scene in over 2,000 years.
1: boy Final Fantasy. Let them fight. A God. Ashton and Clank.
3: Experts are linking all of these events to an increase in activity on PS5
1: so you see that and you're like, how the fuck does any of this mean we're getting another Uncharted game so there's like little glimpses in there yes, and it's like this Go the ahead. thing i
0: just the thing I noticed about it is like they show wow, I managed to click right on it by accident uh, they oh, yeah, show um they everything they show in this end little montage they show all of that earlier in this mm. little ad but this they don't show so yeah, i understand understand why they <laughs> some people might be thinking
1: what is they, this it's like in there so it's enough to get you going like what the fuck is that mm-hmm. but it doesn't like show you it up in front like it does like spider-man or god of war or any of that other stuff that we know that is coming you know Mm -hmm. and and like to be fair the way it's looking i can kind of see why again people would think that because yeah she kind of looks like cassie which is nate and elena's daughter from the uncharted games and yeah if you if you scroll down josh in this article there's there's a set of screenshots there that we could check out from that uh you know
2: yeah let me get that open.
1: Obviously, this is all kind of like, you know, wishful thinking or, or like just people think, you know, wanting it to be the case. But, I, I you know, I can kind of see it, though. I could see I it makes c-
0: sense. Right. Yeah. All right. I got the screenshots open. This is the first one, which is where we were frozen on the.
1: Yeah, that's the on one the from, the, from the from the video.
0: And I'm going to go ahead and move to the next one.
1: And then there's her again. Again, these are like we just saw the video, so you know how quickly like some of these these shots where you could like barely see them, Mm-hmm. and these are all from that. And then the next one, obviously, another one is kind of like the close up of her face from it. And then the last shot here is actually Cassie, Cassie from the game, like from Uncharted. So kind of just to give you a like, could that be her? You know, and I could, I could, I could see that being a thing. It might not be, you know. It, it is, there's always there's always the possibility that it's not, or, or you know, mm-hmm. it probably isn't. But um, there's always a possibility that it could be too, you know. Uh, so that'd be kind of dope. Which, hey man, I know. Like I said, Naughty Dog said that they're done with Uncharted. They're kind of just focused on The Last of Us friend for now, but it's still a Sony, you know, property as well. So they could always continue the Uncharted series with the you know with cassie and with another studio right yeah so I, I could see that happening i think it'd be kind of dope and yeah pretty cool
2: interesting uh moving on from
1: that we got some e3 news which is that xbox nintendo and sony all three of them and today's game will not be a part of e3 this year uh so e3's first physical event in four years will be an event which will not have these three there which also i mean to me it makes sense because like everybody like like we were just talking about fucking xbox had the has their own thing sony has their state of plays nintendo has their nintendo directs like Everybody does their own thing now on their own time whenever they want to do it. It's not just like, you know, wait till the summertime when E3 happens and then, you know, we, we do everything like we used to, like it ain't 10 years ago anymore. You know what I mean?
0: hmm So. Yep.
1: This we all figured June this would happen. happen. We talked about it. You yeah. know, we've talked about
0: it like in previous years. It's like, I don't know if we'll ever get the same old E3 and it's looking like, it's not nah, good. dog, not going to
1: it just makes me wonder like what the hell they're gonna like what what are, what are they planning on doing because at this point it kind of just seems like e3 is maybe only going to be worth it if you're actually there in person at the event yeah but like for people who don't you know like for like for us that we just watch this the you know the the live streams or whatever it's like what are we gonna what are they gonna, gonna have, have you know but uh I'll have to I'll have to see I guess but it's a pretty big blow for them um but mm-hmm. like i said, it's not 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 surprising to to i think anybody who's been paying attention to this this kind of stuff so uh, they also say that ReadPop Pop uh began contacting publishers about E3 last fall while promising to book spots in December but with less than 6 months to go the sources say there's a lot of missing Everybody, information. James- there's not a good sense that there's an understanding what this show is going to be or how we'll come together, which is strange coming from a company that does such an amazing job with packs twice a year. So it's kinda all over the place. And
2: uh Yeah. Yeah. That's yep, yep, that's C yep.
1: three this year. Who knows what they're gonna be doing? But that what we do know is that they will not be having Xbox Nintendo or Sony.
2: all right uh moving
1: on from that uh star wars jedi survivor now has a new release date previously supposed to be coming out um sooner on march uh i believe it was 17th now getting pushed back they put out a little message here on twitter which reads, for the last three years, the Jedi team here at Respawn has poured its collective heart and soul into Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We are proud to say the next chapter in the tale of Cal Kestis con- is content complete. We are now focused entirely on the final stage bug fixes to enhance performance, stability, polish, and most importantly, the player experience. Jedi Survivor is a direct response to the feedback from our community, delivering expansive. Destinations to explore, evolved combat and traversal, and of course the continuation of Cal and B.D.'s story. Making this game has truly made us a better team. We have pushed ourselves at every level to make this the the Star Wars sequel our fans expect from Respawn and Lucasfilm games. In order for the team to hit the Respawn quality bar, provide the team the time that they need, and achieve the level of posture fans deserve, we have added a six. We've added six crucial weeks to our release schedule. Star Wars Jedi Survivor will now launch globally on April 28th. Thanks to EA and Respawn for giving us the time to deliver the best experience for our players and to all of you for your understanding. May the Force be with you, Stig, and the Star Wars Jedi team. There it is. Push back a little bit. Get that polish going. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. Better, better delayed than, than a buggy mess, right?
0: yeah and in and in terms of delays, six weeks is nothing <laughs> you know like you know what I mean yeah. like that's we could do that standing on our heads compared to some of the things we wait for, so I'm fine if that's what they need to polish her up and get her bug free as bug free as they can. I'm about it, man. I'm fine with that. Yeah, also same. gives us a little a little buffer time between maybe some of the other things some of the other mm-hmm. releases that we might be playing as well.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited for this game. I can't, I I can wait, but I can't wait because I because I want to <laughs> play it. I'm definitely looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah, I don't mind waiting, but but I just yeah, I'm very very excited, looking forward to it. Can't wait to, you know, play it and 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 continue the the journey and the story of of that because I love the first game. Uh, moving on from that, we have ten minutes of gameplay for for uh, the day before. Or actually, before we do that, there's a, there's a gameplay, uh, for Jedi Survivor if you want to check that out. All right. They, uh, they, they have nine minutes of gameplay. I don't know how much of you want to watch, but, uh. No, I haven't watched any of this, so we can watch as I, much as. I, yeah. you... All right, cool. I mean, I'm going to watch it all because I haven't seen any of it. So. Yeah, I haven't seen any of it. All right, well, let's check it out then. Three. Let me get the good quality. Two, one. Okay. okay. I'm good. All right. Three, two, one, go. So this is from IGN. They got nine minutes of gameplay for Star Wars Jedi Star Survivor. Star
3: Wars Jedi Survivor is February's IGN first. And to kick it all off, we're introducing you to the
1: world of Kobo, a brand new, new that planet. New planet. Crash lands on early in the game. After a secret mission he's involved with goes awry. Enjoy this look at nine minutes of gameplay on Kobo and be sure to check IGN all throughout the month of February for much more Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So, the planet of Kobo, spelled K O B O H. That is one big beast. Tronto shell, huh? We have our
0: target. I don't know why I thought I thought he was gonna say that's one big bitch, but he wouldn't say that in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> that's awesome if
1: we were in Star Wars. The time I saw a Hulk was Ooh, look at that. Bam. That's cool. Fucking Lucre Hulk battleship. That's cool. So this so this is this planet is gonna be uh it's battle droids. Separatist presence. Yep, we got some B1s. Yeah. New enemy type, that's cool. So this is like a old separatist holdout or something maybe or Very curious to see how this plays into it. And this guy, I don't know if he's like a mercenary What's... or I'm trying to
0: get a good look at him. He
1: looks neat. He he just seems like a basic enemy though, so.
0: Yeah. I just mean, he looked cool. I like this design.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. That poor droid. battle droid. What is that? More creatures to fight, man? I don't know. He looked jacked, though. Oh, that's a B2. Look at that motherfucker. Yeah! Damn, nice. that's cool. Nice. Yeah, split the sabers. That's really cool. That's one thing that I'm excited about for this one, because like, they kind of, they kind of let you do it for a little bit in the first game, but, but not really. So I'm, I'm, I, I like that it's more kind of like. Jedi Academy, where you kind of like get to switch your styles up, you know? Yeah. Going from single blade, double blade to, to, to two sort two sabers, so that that'll be that'll be fun. Switch it up depending on the enemy type you're fighting. Bro, that thing's throwing rocks, bro! Watch out. Ooh. Whoa.
3: Please let me go.
4: We won't prospect
3: in the gorge again. You hear that? No. Do it.
1: Hmm. Oh, they killed that guy. These poor battle droids, man. Just never standing a chance. Oh, nice. That was cool. Throw it back at him. Hey, the commando droids, dude. That's cool. these little these little critters left right left right left right left all the way up save point or not
0: you gotta meditate there cow.
1: what if you die what are you doing man the southern reach. Cool, cool, cool. Big ass planet. One thing I noticed earlier was the, the map kind of changed. It looked more readable than it did in the first game. Because in the first game, as cool as I, I think the map looked, it was very hard to read. Yeah. Like I like the really hologram look of it But it was very difficult to know where the fuck you were Especially if there was multiple levels of that map
0: Yeah I got lost a lot Yeah
1: And we're killing all the wildlife huh I thought Jedi mm-hmm. weren't supposed to do that man Bam! he took his head out You really did look at that man They're just dicing up these things dude.
0: All right, if you let me do it with monsters, let me do it with you know people
1: (laughs) (sighs) Damn just chopping heads off man Dropping buddies That's a big old skeleton A loot. Gotta unlock this. Open it up, BD.
0: Bomber jacket. That's that's way cooler than a shitty poncho, dude. Thank God. Uh, I'm glad they showed that.
1: But what if it had been a poncho? Just as a joke, that'd have been so funny. I mean, as long (laughs) as it's a cool looking poncho. My 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 beef was that a lot of the ponchos were stupid looking. As long as it look, as long as the clothes looks cool, I don't care. But if yeah. it's like goofy looking or silly looking, like why would I ever want that?
0: If it's one thing players want, it's always more customization.
1: Give me the drip, dude. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Oh
2: damn
1: (laughs) I'm liking these like finishers we're seeing yeah. They're pretty cool.
0: Oh man, I want to I want to see the skill tree.
1: Open it up. Hey, Orca.
3: But we don't have that kind of time or resource, so no. And please stop
1: asking. All right, well, that looks like that's going to be the end of it. That was a pretty quick nine minutes, man. Yeah, it sure did feel like it, didn't it? All right. Well. Cool.
2: I'm excited for that.
1: Yeah. Very excited for that.
2: Very, very, very excited. All right, so the next
1: thing we have here, it was gonna be uh, gameplay for this other game, but uh, I just checked the video and it's no longer up. So well,
0: there's yeah. a reason too. That game is sketchy, from what I've heard. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's some sketchy ass shit going on with that game.
1: I did hear <laughs> something about like the name or something like that, but I don't.
0: It's it. It's a whole rabbit hole of, of things, to be honest. That's fine. We, we
1: don't have to get into that right now. We're, I mean, yeah, we, no. We're, we're let's, we don't have here.
0: time for that. <laughs>
1: so uh, the last couple of things we got here is this, there was a Nintendo Direct also recently, and we're going to talk about that uh, this last Wednesday. So let's talk about the stuff that we saw there from that real quick. Um, the first thing that we had for that, they showed off uh, Pikmin 4. Uh, they Pikmin. talked about the the release date, which is gonna be July twenty first. My birthday. There you go. Pikmin four coming out on your birthday. That is a, it is. We had a little video for that. Um, they had they talked about Xenoblade Chronicles three, well the expansion pass, which is gonna be coming out later this month, and then they had a sneak peek of uh, story stuff coming later this year. Uh, there was another game called Samba de Amigo, Party Central. Uh, Fashion Dreamer. Uh, The Dead Cells Return to Castlevania DLC. Uh, Tron Identity. They had a little little bit of a gameplay trailer for that. Uh, Ghost Trick, which is a Phantom Detective. Uh, well, it's called Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. Uh, they they had all videos for these, so if you guys wanna wanna check them out. Uh, definitely look them up. There's another one called the Decca Police. Uh, Bayonetta Origins, Cereza, and the Lost Demon. Uh, Platoon Three and its expansion pass, Disney Illusion, uh, Illusion Island. It's like a platformer game that they showed. Fire Emblem Engage talking about their expansion pass. Uh, they also teased the uh, packs three and four. Harmony, the Fall of Reverie was announced in a teaser. Octopath Traveler 2 had a uh, demo launch trailer. Uh, Bandai Namco announced We love Katamari Reroll plus Royal Reverie coming out on June 2nd. Uh there's a new turn based RPG called Sea of Stars coming on August. I downloaded 10.
0: the demo for this and I heard it's good because it's it's very chrono trigger. Mm. So I'm gonna try that demo out. I haven't played it yet, but I downloaded it before the show.
1: Nice. I'll let you guys there's know next a, week. There's a free-to-play air hockey game called Omega Strikers. Uh Etrian Odyssey is hitting the switch on 1st of June, called the Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection. Um, Nintendo finally announced the date for the delayed Advance Wars 1 plus 2 re-reboot camp, which is going to be on April 21st. Uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe has a new demo, and it's launching on the 24th of February. They have some new some new news for the Nintendo uh, Switch membership stuff, which is which uh, they're gonna be bringing the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games to it, which I thought was fucking cool. Pretty, yeah, pretty that's dope. pretty dope. Um, there was a huge announcement that they're that they remastered the original Metroid Prime. Um, which the game is out now on the eShop, and the physical versions will launch on March third. Um, which that looked really cool. I remember playing the that back on the GameCube like twenty years ago or whenever it came out. I guess yeah. And that that's that's really cool. That I that, that I thought was one of the most exciting things uh, they showed. Um, Master Detective Archives Rain Code is a lucid noir detective adventure uh, that is launching on the Switch on June thirtieth. Remasters of Baton Kados One and Two are coming to the Switch this summer. They're calling it the Baton Kados One and Two HD Remaster. Uh, they're coming out with another game called Fantasy Life I, the Girl Who Steals Time, for everybody who loves Animal Crossing slash, uh, you know Stardew slash, My Time at Portia, all those kind of games that are similar like that. That that's another game that looks just like that. Um. Professor Layton and the New World of Steam. They'll do another one of those. They're coming out with Wave 4 of the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pack DLC. Uh, with Yoshi's Island, and they're adding a new racer, Birdo. And then finally, the last thing that they showed was probably the, the coolest thing here, which is the Tears of the Kingdom official trailer number two for The Legend of Zelda. And it looks pretty dope,
2: coming out May twelfth. Hell
0: yeah!
1: That was all cool. the stuff that they showed at the Nintendo Direct.
0: Well, which of these got you, DT? Which ones do you want to play?
1: Any anything? So I, I know the, you. the, the, the one, Metroid Prime one, so. Remastered looks cool. Uh, the Legend of Zelda: The Tears of the Kingdom also looks great. And then that's pretty much it. Uh, I think the game, I think the Game Boy stuff for the Switch is is cool too. But other than that, nothing really, you know, grabbed my attention.
0: Um, for me, even though I haven't really watched the videos, I'm interested in Octopath Traveler 2. Because I think that if they do that well, that's going to be cool. I'm interested in the Sea of Stars, which I have the demo for, but I haven't tried yet. Advanced Wars 1 and 2, I want to play that. And I think that's it. So those are, are my picks here.
1: All right, cool. we can move on to the last piece of gaming news here. Let's do it. Which is that Dead Island Two is launching a week early. So there's a lot of games that get delayed. This one is uh, coming out a week early. Uh, coming out on April twenty first, twenty twenty three. Originally it's supposed to be releasing on April twenty eighth. They put out a little tweet with a video attached to it. If you wanna check that out, it's a quick little twenty second thing. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. They're like, you know what?
2: Drop it a week early. We're ready to go. Why not? I was trying to play the video, but
0: some playing. things some things wanna be wag. Hmm. There we go, I got it. Here we will just play it.
1: Twenty seconds. Alright, two one, go.
3: Absolutely losing.
1: There it is. I still need to play the other ones. Yep. So I won't get to this until I play the other the older ones. Uh so that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, that is all of our gaming news for this week and the past several weeks. But don't you worry, because boy, oh boy, do we got other TV and movie news.
0: All right, let's just keep it rolling then. TV news, DT. What's up first?
1: Let's do it. So for the TV news, uh, The Last of Us has been renewed for season two by HBO. Shocker! I think. Yeah, I think it was (laughs) renewed like after the first episode or something like that. Like you know. Yeah, it, uh, the premiere hit, like, 22 million viewers. Again, this is, like, old news at this point. hmm Because we're on episode fucking six next week. Um, but, uh, yeah. The show's doing really well. It's been pretty good so far, and, uh, yeah. They are, they are killing it, so good they for are. them, and, uh. Yeah, it's doing, it's doing well. Next up.
2: Uh, there is a Tomb Raider
1: TV series in the works for Amazon. Uh, Phoebe Waller bridge is going to be writing the script for the project. Um, so it's in the development stages. And it's coming from a new, recently renewed overall deal that Phoebe Waller-Bridge is getting with Amazon. Uh, She's attached to write the scripts, uh, and she does not plan to star in it. Uh, And obviously we've had, like, different, uh, you know, versions of the, uh, the character in video games and, you know, movies and animated stuff, so... We'll have to see who is gonna be playing her in this t v show, but uh it's the latest project in in the many in the several many two Raider uh things that are gonna be getting here in the in the near future I think um so we'll see what uh, what happens with that, but I mean, hey, if they do well, it could be pretty good mhm I like the games and I like the the movie the most recent one, so yeah. Speaking of things coming back to TV, guess who else is coming back to TV, my friend? Mm-hmm. Mr. Hank Hill is coming back to sell you propane and propane accessories because King of the Hill, a King of the Hill revival has been ordered by Hulu. Mike Judge, Greg Daniels, and the original cast is set to return. Uh, so yeah, Hulu is reviving King of the Hill from 20th Television Animation with co-creators Mike Judge and Greg Daniels set to return, as well as a beloved former cast. Judge will reprise the role of Hank Hill, while Kathy uh, Najimy will be back as his wife Peggy, Stephen Root as Bill, Pamela, Pamela Adlin as Bobby Hill, Johnny Hardwick as Dale, and Lauren Tom as Min. The reboot has been in the works since the 2017 San Francisco Sketch Fest where Judge and Daniels reconnected with the cast and celebrated the 20th anniversary of the old Fox animated show. Uh, we are also excited to welcome back Hank, Peggy, and Bobby and to see what they have to say about the world we live in and continue the conversations we began years ago, said Craig Irwich, president of ABC Entertainment, Hulu, and Disney-branded television streaming originals, said in a statement. This show has all the perfect ingredients to meet the mo- this moment in animation at Hulu. We are so thankful to be happy having those conversations alongside this talented group. The show, set in the fictional Arlen, Texas, follows the life of Hank Hill, an enthusiastic seller of propane and propane accessories. His wife, Peggy, local boggle champ and substitute teacher, and a 13-year-old son, Bobby, who defies any expectation his father had for a son. Uh, so yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Ah, uh, the original show ran from thirteen seasons from nineteen ninety seven to two thousand and ten, and is a top performer at Hulu. Uh, and yeah, this isn't the first animated Fox show that Hulu is, is is doing either. We all we know that they're doing the Futurama revival too. So mm-hmm. they're bringing back old Fox uh, TV shows over at Hulu. So it's true. Keep an eye out for that. I like both Futurama and King of the Hill, so Same. I'm definitely very curious to see what they're going to be doing in the future for both of these we'll be keeping an eye on that, and we'll be letting you guys know, uh, you know, what we know as well with that, so, yeah. That's, uh, that'll be fun. Baba, what the hell are you talking about?
0: Yeah, Baba. <laughs> you can't just <laughs> drop just, in my chat and say that. He just, just
1: comes in the chat to say that. I'm <laughs> like, what the fuck? I want not to talk about King of the Hill. I'm like, what? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what? Uh, Moving on, to, we're sticking with animation, but moving on to Amazon again. Amazon has inked Critical Role to an overall TV and first look film deal. Uh, oh, we didn't even know, Baba. You're fine. <laughs> Greenlights, the Mighty Nine animated series. So Amazon has uh, announced a multi-year exclusive overall TV deal with Critical Role, the media company and D&D role-playing group behind Prime's Prime Video's popular adult animation series, The Legend of Vox Machina. Um, the first new series to, to be produced under the agreement is Mighty Nine, based on Critical Role's second campaign, which ran from January 2018 to mid 2021. Uh, the Mighty Nine Adventuring Party, a band of criminals and misfits. The only ones who can prevent the kingdom from plunging into chaos when an arcane artifact capable of reshaping reality falls into the wrong hands. Mighty Nine is set to begin production shortly in partnership with the animation studio Titmouse, which has uh, teamed with Critical Role and Amazon Studios for Vox Machina. The series will premiere exclusively on Prime Video, but there's no release date as of yet.
0: Uh, I am super excited for Mighty Nine because my favorite character is in it. Ford! He's right there.
1: Look at that. Oh, I can't this, wait! He's got the statue chilling in the back.
0: I do. I love Ford, played by your boy
2: Travis. That's exciting.
1: Yeah, that that's uh. Again, I I didn't watch any of it, or I've I've never seen any of it or anything like that. So all I know is you know what I've heard from you guys say and 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 talk about. It. Even then, that's very little. So. Uh, I'll just I'll just end up watching the show based off what it is, just like I did with the with the the Vox Machina one. Um, but uh, yeah under the under the Amazon Studios deal, uh, Critical Role will continue to produce under its production banner MetaPigeon, which will develop its own original TV shows, films, and content while per- continuing to partner with talented creatives on the newsletter projects, both in and out of the critical role universe, according to the companies. Uh With the success of our animated series, Legends of Vox Machina, we are looking forward to continuing our relationship with the Critical Role and expanding its universe with Mighty Nine, said Vernon Sanders, head of Global TV at Amazon Studios. Expanding these iconic franchises to our global Prime Video customers continues to be an ambitious and rewarding journey we hear you can see on this, where this new series takes us. Travis Willingham, co-founder and CEO of Critical Role, said Critical Role's livestream campaigns are the spark that lit the flame our worldwide audience seeing the stories and characters from our first campaign come to life and legend of Vox machina was a dream realized we we're absolutely buzzing with excitement to do it again with the mighty nine but with today's announcement we're confident that the stories we tell will keep expanding into realms of entertainment beyond that we can even imagine so yeah there we go they uh there's even a little video which i don't know what this shows but uh Yeah, if you want to check it out, Josh, it's like a minute 13.
2: Yeah. Let's
1: see. All right. Three, two, one, go. I'm asking you to open your heart to chaos. I'm either very unlucky or cursed, and I don't believe in luck.
3: I am your god. Long may I reign. I want to unlock these mysteries. I want to dive as deep as I can into that ocean of the unknown. I am of the Empire, but I am no friend. To the Empire I protect him he's my boy and I keep him safe you need me more than I need you you may be heroes
4: that no one knows about no
0: no Bob I'm getting chills and I got I'm kind of tearing up a little bit too because <laughs> they're hitting they're those good lines.
3: Mighty Nine, all new original series coming to Prime Video. Well,
1: there you go. There's a little uh, teaser for the new show coming.
0: Those are some of the best lines from that show. The fucking, you need me more than I need you. Ah! Oh, I'm so excited. Can't
1: wait. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh,. Next up what do we have uh we have oh some some uh, Netflix finally renewed a show as opposed to hey. uh, you know, canceling it um Woo. so they've decided to renew that 90 show um for another season at least uh they announced that uh, you know just 2 weeks after the uh the premiere of the first season uh, and it'll also be longer than the first season so it'll, it'll be 16 episodes up to 10 from season 1 uh, and they said all, all of us at That ninety that Show will be unexcited by the warm enthusiastic response to our first season co-creator and showrunner Greg Mettler said in a statement we can't wait to return to Point Place for another summer of laughs and surprises hello 1996 added co-creator and executive producer Lindsay Turner we owe the fans old and new for taking the trip with us in the first season. I mean, can't wait to be there with them in the second season. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty cool. I haven't started, uh, I haven't started the first season, but I do plan on checking it out because I was a fan of that '70s show.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I do want to check it out just out of curiosity's sake. Um, the trailer, honestly, like didn't like the new characters didn't really like do much for me. But I don't know, off the, you know, I have to just check it out and see if see find out for my own and uh, you know, see what uh what it is and form my own opinion on it because uh, like I said, I am a fan of the original show and I want to see what they what they did this 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 season. So, uh, yeah, but I think it's cool that they did renew it. Uh, Because, you know, we know how Mm -hmm. they are with that. Um, Yeah. Speaking of renewals, 1923 has landed a season two renewal over at Paramount Plus as well. Uh, Obviously, 1923 is the Yellowstone prequel that has Harrison Ford and uh, Miss uh, Helen Mirren in it as well. And they have renewed it for a second season after the drama's record-breaking first season. Uh, where it became the most watched series premiere on cable in 2022 uh, i still need to watch this as well um so i i can't really speak on the first season itself but it sounds pretty cool uh and pretty good but uh,
2: yeah i'm definitely excited to check out when uh um,
1: when I get a chance to, to to checking it out because I saw I I, I want to watch uh 1883 first and then move on to this and then Yellowstone so I kind of have the plan of watching them in that order. Yeah. But uh, I did like the first two episodes of uh of 1883 that I did see, so I gotta go back and check out the rest of it. But this is cool. This this means it's good. I don't know how many seasons they have planned for this show. I don't uh, know because I think because I think 1883 was just the one season, right?
0: Yeah, they just did the one thing.
1: The one season. This apparently is getting at mm-hmm. least at February. the very least two seasons, uh, if not more. I mean, I don't know how many they plan on doing with this, but uh, I don't know. Is you seen Yellowstone? yeah?
0: Most of it. I haven't seen the other season.
1: So when does Yellowstone? Is it like just current day? Yeah, it's it's day? it's
0: modern modern day. Yeah. So it present just starts
1: day. in like what the two thousand tens or twenties or whatever.
0: Something like that
1: i think let me see i'm just trying to figure out like how many fucking prequel shows they can do at this point uh, uh season
0: one takes place in 2018.
1: okay so and then
0: each season after that takes a year so a year. 19 right.
1: and 20. okay gotcha all right i was just curious um i never really thought about it but yeah well because i'm just like they got 1883 1923 are they gonna do like a fucking. Nineteen eighty-three or (laughs) fucking two thousand three or like you know. Let's look at the nineties. Let's go. (laughs) Nineteen ninety-three. Let's get it. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I plan on checking that out, but I haven't started yet. So I I think I think I think it bodes well that when you there's something that you haven't seen and it gets renewed for another season, that kind of gives you like, oh, cool. I I definitely want to check this out. You know, like not like when you want, not like when you want to watch something or like it's been canceled after the first season. You're like, Oh, well, I'm not going to watch that anymore. You know? But, uh, yeah.
2: Next up is that is
1: more Amazon news. And it's that Spider-Man Noir is getting a live action series over at Amazon. Uh, in a article from variety, they say that the untitled series will follow an older grizzled superhero in 1930s, New York city. An individual with knowledge of the project says that the show will be set in its own universe and the main character will not be Peter Parker. Well, I mean, obviously. Uh, the second known project based on the Sony-controlled Marvel characters. It was previously announced that Amazon was moving forward with the series Silk, Spider Society from showrunner Angela King. With several other shows in the works, it is unknown at this time which other Marvel characters will be featured in the other Amazon shows, though Sony currently controls over 900 such Characters associated with the Spider-Man franchise. Um, but yeah, we know that uh Sony is wanting to do Spider-verse character TV shows over at Amazon, and like this article said, we know that they are already doing one for Silk. They're doing one for now, Spider-Man Noir, and I could see them doing one for like 2099 and like man there's so many different spider people they can make a show for especially if you like make them set in their own universe you know like where you don't have to worry Mm -hmm. about like any other thing i think that could be cool and then like maybe eventually if you wanted to you could do like a live action spider-verse thing where you kind of collide them all together but you don't really have to do that you can just do them have their own separate thing So i think that's cool and i like spider-man noir i i kind of like I think it'd be cool if they just brought back Nicholas Cage from the from the right. movie and have him be live action. But yeah. I don't obviously I don't know who they're planning on on casting for that. I think either way this could be one of the more interesting like Spider Man spin off things that they do. Um, um so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I it sounds promising though. Like I'm 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 definitely intrigued. I I don't I wanna see what they you know, who they cast and who's involved and you know how they how they do it and all that. But yeah. Uh, the last thing that we have here for the TV news is that Spartacus is getting a revival over at S.T.A.R.S. Creator Stephen S. DeKnight will develop a sequel to the early 2010 series that was a breakout for that, for S.T.A.R.S. So... Stephen S. The Knight says he is writing a new take and Star says it will expand on the original. Uh, he says it's such an incredible honor to be invited to return to the world of Spartacus and to be met with an unbridled creative support from my colleagues at Stars and Lionsgate. Together we are crafting something truly unique and unusual for the next chapter of this epic story. Uh... Spartacus Blood and Sand premiered in January 2010 on Stars and was a hit for them, setting ratings marks that would stand for several years, eventually toppled by the likes of Outlander and Power. The series, known for its hyper-real, violent action, starred Andy Whitfield as the title character, and uh, after he was diagnosed with uh, stage four uh, Hodgkin lymphoma following the first season, they filmed their prequel miniseries, Gods of the Arena, Featuring some main characters from or some characters from the main series, and following his death in 2011, Liam McIntyre took over the role for the final two seasons, subtitled "Vengeance." And... This new chapter is set in the aftermath of the slave army's defeat and will depict a new tale of treachery, deceit, and blood unfolding beneath the foreboding shadow of Rome. Is the description of the project? Starz says it will also update the It fe- will update featured characters from the original series, though no specifics are in place yet. So, I actually really like Spartacus. So, I think this is cool. So, I'm about it.
2: Oh, I have not
0: seen it. Oh, Maybe I'll so check cool. it out at some point.
1: Yeah, you definitely should. I think you'd like it.
0: DT, I'm going to swap us over to the movie news. And I need to go mm-hmm. get some pain medicine because I'm starting to hurt, buddy. So, I'll be right back. But you Move continue on.
1: <laughs> so, moving on over to the movie news. Uh,
2: We have... are
1: Oscar nominations for 2023. Now I'm not going to go over all of them, but I do at least want to go over the best picture nominations at the very least because there's a lot of pretty cool movies on here. Some I have seen, some I haven't. But as always, for me personally, whenever we we get the nominations for for uh, you know for the Oscars, I like to watch all of the best picture ones just so I can have an opinion on all that stuff because I, I like movies. You guys know that I like watching movies. i watch a lot of movies and I've been watching a lot of movies this year. I've been trying to do like one a day at least. And I've been up until this point, I've been doing good on that. Um, and we have a lot of options on here. I think I want to say that for this year, this is one of the years that we've had probably the most, Oh, I don't remember usually how many options we have for Best Picture but I feel like this year we have quite a bit like there's a lot of choices this, this year but without further ado let me get into that and name some of them off so for Best Picture uh, the 2023 Oscars we have All Quiet on the Western Front which I have not seen but I do plan on checking out obviously Avatar The Way of Water still haven't seen but I want to check out The Banshees of Inishirin, I haven't seen, but I've been meaning to watch, so I'll probably check that out soon. Elvis, which is another one I haven't seen, but I do want to watch as well. I've been meaning to watch it too. Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I have seen. Uh, The Fablemans, haven't seen yet, but I do want to. Tar, another one I've been meaning to watch, but I haven't yet. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, which I have seen and then we have triangle of sadness and women talking which i haven't seen those either so out of all of these the only ones i've seen so far everything ever all at once and top gun maverick um like i said though i've been meaning to watch the banches of vinisherin elvis the fablemans and tar for a little bit now so i i need to check those out and and just watch all of these because i uh i'm a little behind this year on on, on. usually i I've, I've seen more of the oscar movies by this point but this year, I just, uh, you know, despite me watching a lot of movies, I have not seen uh, a lot of these yet. Um, so I definitely plan on doing that soon-ish. Um, best Director, we also have Ruben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness, Todd Field for Tar, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Schreinhardt, Schreinhardt for uh, Everything Every All at Once, Martin McDonough for and, Steven Spielberg for the and obviously there's so many other nominations, like you know, best actress and best actor, and best supporting actor, best supporting actress, best original screenplay, best adapted screenplay, best international feature, best animated film. Which by the way, we have Guillermo del Toros Pinocchio, which I haven't seen. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. That movie is Great, it is uh, honestly very wholesome and, and and such a lovely little movie. If you haven't seen it, Puss in Boots: The Last Witch which I, I love that movie. I think that movie is so cool. Uh, it's so good. There's there's a lot of, it's really well done. Um, uh, The Sea Beast, which I haven't seen, and then Turning Red. There's a lot of strong options this year. I think for animated fi- feature. So, yeah, I I have the only ones I haven't seen are the Sea Beast and the Pinocchio one. So I have to check those out, but. The other ones I all really enjoyed, Marcel the Shell with shoes on and uh, Puss in Boots and, and Turning Red. Those are all really good. But then yeah, we also have Best Documentary Feature, Best Original Score, Best Original Song, Best Cinematography, Best Editing, Best Production Design, Best Costume Design, Best Makeup and Hairstyling, Best Visual Effects, Best Sound, Best Live Action Short, Best Animated Short and uh, Best Documentary Short. I'm not going to name all those off because that's just way too much to name off. If you guys want to see what that is, I'm sure you can go look it up online. It's probably it's it's everywhere by now. I mean, obviously. But yeah, I just want to name off some of the best picture ones and then and then also this animated feature cuz I've seen some of those and they're they're really good. Like like I said, Marcel the Shell and Puss in Boots are both fantastic little movies and Turning Red was also very good, so definitely go give those a shot if you haven't. And uh yeah, I need to I need to uh watch the rest of the best picture movies. Cause I've only seen fucking two of them. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta catch up and, and, and watch the rest of them. But, uh, I'm back. Yeah. Welcome back. We were just, I was just talking about the, uh, the Oscar nominated uh, movies, uh, Ooh. which I'm not going to get into all that again, but, uh, I got you have, I was just, just out of curiosity. And so the people know, Josh, uh, have, how many of these have you seen the best picture ones? Cause I've only seen, let's two. see,
0: I've seen all quiet on the Western front. So that's one. Yep. And I've seen top gun Maverick. So I've seen two. <laughs> that's hey, it. I
1: so seen them. I've also seen two. Uh, I've seen everything, everything, everywhere at once in top gun. So I, I got to watch the rest of them. Cool. But uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of good options on here and, and uh, yeah, definitely want to try to catch up on some of that stuff that I haven't seen so that I can, aware and have an opinion on some of the stuff. But
2: for sure, all right. Moving on,
0: I'm all drugged up. Let's do this. I got. I even have food, too. My dad
1: gave me some food. Moving on to the next thing, we have some casting news for Marvel's Thunderbolts. Ayo Edibiri, who Josh, I yeah, you may recognize because she is from the Bear. Oh, yeah, yes, I know exactly who she is. Ayoa Dabiri uh, is joining Thunderbolts in an undisclosed role. Uh, I have, Yeah, I haven't seen the bear yet, so that sounds like, Josh, you you, you know who she is better than I will. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, she's gonna be joining the Marvel Thunderbolts in an undisclosed role. Um, but, yeah, she has been uh, kind of on fire since appearing on fx as the bear which I, be in June are so good and uh, she's going to be appearing in this other movie called theater camp which has uh been premiering or premiered at the sundance film festival and then she'll be appearing in another lgbtq coming of age comedy called bottoms which is set to premiere on amazon prime video later this year so yeah i don't know much about her because i haven't seen her in much stuff but I w- I wanted to put this in here because as somebody who has seen the bear, I'm mm-hmm. curious on your thoughts on like you know who maybe she could be or like how how like just like how how good is she in the bear?
0: She's fantastic in the bear. Who she's gonna be in this, I have no clue. But she's like the second second main lead or third main lead in the bear. I feel like everybody's like pretty equal in that show and of of the mains uh like which is like the three she definitely has a very important role in the the show of the bear and she's fantastic in fact she has like one of the best there's an episode of the bear man you DT, you gotta watch the bear so we can talk about it there's an episode of the bear that will like Uh, yeah yeah i don't even want to talk about it too much but she's she's great who she's gonna play i have no fucking clue though but i'm glad she is gonna be somebody in the and I hope it's somebody important in the uh, Marvel. MCU. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. she's great. I like her. Cool. Well, yeah, I just want to throw this in here because I'm like, oh, she's someone for the bear. And I know Josh has seen it and I haven't. So maybe he'll have. the you know, <laughs> And I
0: recommend on. it to everybody, too.
1: <laughs> it's good. Yeah. I just I got to find more time to watch fucking uh, TV stuff, man, because I got gotcha. you. It's it's, you know, it's, it's a lot to it's watch hard. with so many episodes. Yeah. You know? That's why that's why I watch movies more, cause it's just like it's easier to just throw on a movie and be like, all right, one and done, you know, as opposed to a TV show where it's like, oh, I gotta watch eight episodes or ten episodes of this, and it's like, oh man. Anyway, uh, moving on. So remember how earlier we were talking about the there being some Tomb Raider projects coming up in the works, and they're doing a TV show and more games and all that. Yes. Well, there is a, also a Tomb Raider film in the works over at Amazon. Because they made a big deal uh for a Marvel like franchise. We're, we're having a Tomb Raider verse over here at at uh, Amazon because uh the goal is to
2: uh tie or to connect
1: the T B Waller Bridge TV show, the video game, the movie, and possibly more together. Mm-hmm. Uh so, sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that the retail giant and streamer has teamed with Dimitri M. Johnson's DJ2 Entertainment for a massive rights deal to make the a Tomb Raider feature film, in addition to the newly announced TV series from P.B. Waller-Bridge and at least one video game in the Lara Croft franchise. The idea is to build out a connected world of Tomb Raider, with the video game, TV series, and film all interconnected in a fashion akin to what Marvel has already accomplished. The Tomb Raider video game was announced in December, with additional games in the franchise like considered likely. One source with knowledge on the pack described it as being the largest among the largest commitments at Amazon after The Lord of the Rings by comparison. Amazon is estimated to have spent $250 million on rights alone to Lord of the Rings, with the deal covering a multiple season show, uh, The Rings of Power, as well as spinoffs. Uh, with with Waller Bridge attached to write the script of the TV series. The THR exclusive reported, uh, as THR exclusively reported, the Fleabag Emmy winner is not involved in the film or the game.
0: Uh.
2: I lost my place
1: of what I was reading. Uh. Oh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is said to be a big Tomb Raider, uh, fan and was eager to be involved with the TV series. Um. She is not currently attached to star in the project that has a series greenlit built into the larger Tomb Raider rights deal. Her involvement in the Tomb Raider series stems from her re- recently renewed overall deal with Amazon. Uh, DJ2 uh, Entertainment put together a deal for the Tomb Raider anime series at Netflix, which uh, included a two season order. The company has spent the past year working out the rights to the Tomb Raider games after Embracer completed its acquisition of Square Enix assets. So we got a Tomb verse coming, and they're trying to connect the games, the movies, and the TV shows all together, which it seems like a lot of things are trying to do now, uh, which I think is kind of cool, but could be, can be difficult at times if you're not all on the same page. So as long as everybody's on the same page, they're all kind of, you know, Working together to keep it consistent, it it'll be good, but um, yeah, it all depends on just how they pull it off,
2: I suppose. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Moving on to some DC news. Uh, we have David Dave Bautista talking a little bit more about. DC and uh we heard we kinda had his thoughts uh recent well we've had him talk a lot about stuff in the past month or so like him talking about like Drax and Marvel and him wanting to be more of a serious actor and all that stuff. And um now he's talking about how he wanted to in the past he wanted to play the role of Bane in DC. But after talking with James Gunn, he's like kind of letting go of the idea of wanting to play the character because he's like basically he said like they're going to be starting up a new universe and you're going to need younger actors for that because you're going to want to have these guys play these characters for years and to me as in Dave Bautista he's like I don't want to keep up with the physicalness of that anymore like I don't want to do that stuff anymore you know mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm so he's like, I, I, you know, as much as I wanted to play Bane, I don't want to play Bane. I, I, I'm, I'm not the, I'm not the guy for you because you're gonna need to play this character for years, and I just don't want to do the physical stuff anymore. So he kind of is just letting that go, you know. Um, but yeah, in his own words, he said, "I've had conversations with James about that." But I think threshing he's leaning in, completely rebooting that whole universe, he's starting from scratch, and I think you need to do that. Um, he says, you need to start to plan for the next 15 years, and I just don't think you can do that with me, and I understand that. And I also have to say that I appreciate that because I don't want to play a character that I can't bring justice to it. I don't think at this point in my career that I can bring justice to Bane anymore. I just don't know if I could handle the physical part, and I don't think it w- I would have the longevity to plan ahead for films. So I just don't know if I'd be that guy. But uh, yeah, this is all coming from years of him being vocal on Twitter to wanting to play Bane. Uh, and the last time we had Bane in a live action movie was Tom Hardy in the 2012 Christopher Nolan film, the dark Knight rises. Um, and yeah, he says, I've made no secret about this. I've, I've, uh, I want to play Bane so bad I went to Warner Brothers had an appointment with him had an appointment with DC walked in the door and I said I want to play Bane I'm not kidding uh well yeah he's kind of just letting letting that go now because he kind of understands the you know he's like I just you can't count on me being being physical for another 15 more years like I just don't want to I don't want to do that no more I, I can't I can't be doing that anymore so good for him and and you know being like, I wanted to play this character, but the way you're going about it and rebooting everything, you know, can't do it. Yeah. Which speaking of DC and rebooting, uh, we have a video to watch because James Gunn, uh, revealed his, well, part of his plan for Chapter One, of the new DC Studios master plan that we had heard so much about um hey so everybody. let's hey throw everybody. it up I'm and, and james- check it out and we'll talk about it here josh uh, yeah let's do it for a little bit um so yeah a little six minute video uh three two one go hey everybody
3: i'm james gunn i'm the co-ceo of dc studios so as many of you know dc has been disconnected in film and television for a long time and it's one of you know our jobs mine and peter's is to come in and make sure the DCU is connected in film, television, gaming, and animation. That the characters are consistent, played by the same actors, and it works within one story. And Quite ambitious to want to connect everything all
1: together, that, but I kind of like it. Like
3: Matt Reeves' Batman, or Todd Phillips' Joker, or Teen Titans Go!, that it is clearly labeled as DC Elseworlds, outside of the mainstream DCU continuity. Now, Peter and I have gotten pretty lucky in terms of the four projects that are coming out over the next year. Also, First, like the Elseworlds. Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Shazam has always been off kind of in his own part of the DCU, so he connects very well. That moves directly into The Flash, a fantastic movie that I really love that resets the entire DC universe. And then to move into Blue Beetle, a fantastic film about a kid who's a marvelous part of the DCU, and then into Aquaman 2, which leads directly into our next few projects, which I'm gonna tell you about now. So and I, along with a group of very talented writers, have started to map out an eight to 10 year plan of what DC studios will be in film, television, and gaming. This first chapter is called Gods and Monsters. Now this- Gods and Monsters, is a part chapter of the one. Chapter. It's not the entire first chapter. The yep. first project is Creature Commandos. So Creature Commandos Creature is the Commandos first thing. Creature is an animated series. I've written all the episodes. Something we're going to do that's a little bit different at DC is we're going to have characters move into animation, out of animation, usually having the same actor play their voice as who plays them in live action. The next project up is Waller. This is a story of Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis. Violet Davis is going to team up with members of Team Peacemaker. And this is a story that's been created by Crystal Henry, who did Watchmen and Jeremy Carver, who created the Doom Patrol. It is a fantastic story that's out of this world. And I can't wait for people to see it. OK, next up is the big one, the true beginning of the DCU. This is called Superman Legacy. This is being written by me. I'm in the middle of it. I'm having a great time doing it. And Superman will be released into theaters July eleventh, twenty twenty-five. Okay, the next thing is a big premiere HBO television series called Lanterns. This is a story of a couple of Green Lanterns, John Stewart and Hal Jordan. This one I'm pretty excited about. But this is really a terrestrial-based TV show, which is almost like True Detective with a couple of Green Lanterns who are space cops watching over Precinct Earth in it they discover a terrifying mystery that ties into our larger story of the DCU. Next is a big movie called The Authority. The Authority is- This is definitely one of the weirder things they're doing. It's based on the yeah. Marvelous Wildstorm characters we are now bringing into the DCU. Well, that seems gummy, this is weird shit. Our primary DCU characters. The Authority are a group of superheroes who think the world is broken and they wanna fix it by any means necessary. I think it's a very different look at superheroes We're doing a television series called Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost is a story of Paradise Island, usually known as Themyscira, which is the birthplace of Wonder Woman. It's almost like Game of Thrones with Westeros, but with all of the inhabitants of Paradise Island. The introduction of the DCU's Batman is The Brave and the Bold. The Brave and the Bold is the story of Batman and his actual son, Damian Wayne. This is based on Grant Morrison's great comic book run damian wayne is my favorite robin he's a little assassin who batman tries to get in line and so this is the story well, he's
1: like he's a little assassin i thought he was gonna call him like he's a little shit, in the DC. like next up he's a little a bastard series called
3: booster Gold. booster, booster goal one of the comics really popular cult heroes he is a i know Josh. you're hyped about that one the future i am who uses future who arms are raised right now to come back to present day and become a superhero so that people will love him it is basically the superhero story of imposter syndrome on an HBO Max series. One of my favorite comic book series from last year was Tom King's run on Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. And so we're going to turn that this one I'm into very a big science fiction epic film. Now I have not read this Superman run. Superman is a guy uh, who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents. We're a supergirl in this story. She is a character who was raised on a chunk of Krypton. She watched everybody around her perish in some terrible way. So she's a much more jaded character. And that brings me to Swamp Thing the last Trump thing. thing.
5: Talk about yeah. is a
3: very dark horror story in the origins of the monster who is Swamp Thing. And although it's totally outside of the rest of the DCU, it will still feed into the rest of the stories. Anyway, those are the stories that I can tell you about right now. I've loved the DC characters since I was a child. They're incredibly important to me. I knew that this was a once in a lifetime opportunity to do something very different. One of the things that's very important for me in all of these movies and TV series is that the director's vision and the vision of the writers and all of the creators is unique. And something special storytelling is always king that's all that matters to us and i want to be true to those stories i want to be true to you guys and really give you something different than you've ever seen before anyway thank you everybody i appreciate well, there you it is watching. that's hope this part for you because it's really again for me
1: part of see- chapter one gods of monsters that's not the whole that's not the whole plan for chapter one but that's part of it So out of all of that, Josh, that he talked about, forget about, like, the stuff we know is coming, like, you know, Shazam and Blue Beetle and all that stuff that that was before this. Of all the newly announced stuff, what is the thing or the things that have you uh, most hopeful for? And how do you feel in general about this whole, you know, video and everything he talked about and his vision and all that?
0: All right. So first things that I'm looking forward to, Booster Gold lanterns because I'm going to get John Stewart who's like one of my absolute favorite lanterns at long last, get John Stewart. Um so those are like the two biggest things I'm excited for. Uh Swamp thing. I don't know if you ever watched like the old sci-fi like Swamp thing like back in the 90s thing, like movie thing, miniseries thing. I think it's a movie thing. Um you know how the sci-fi would do like these one-off movies kind of? And there were some Swamp Thing ones. I just remember watching those with my grandma. So it's cool to see Swamp Thing uh, back. Um, uh, I don't like really Damian Wayne Robin. Uh, so I'm a little... Not disappointed. I understand why they're wanting to do a different direction. But it's like... Man, that one's not really probably going to appeal to me. I mean, I'll just kind of have to see, wait and see, I guess. But he's not like my favorite. He's kind of like a little shit, which I guess is the point. But I don't. Not really the biggest fan of that character. Um, You know, a lot of it is like wait and see. I have to wait and see who they cast in roles, wait and see who they. Have writing yeah. things and oh, like, like trailers and teasers and stuff. It's hard to get a good gauge just from, you know, talking.
1: That's the other thing. While he's, he was talking about Creature Commandos, which is an animated show, he said, we're going to be casting people that are not only going to voice the character, but are going to be playing the characters in live action and other things because they're going to try to connect everything <laughs> all together. So the video games... The animated shows, the live action shows, the movies, they're all gonna be interconnected and interwoven. So you're gonna have to if you're gonna have to be really careful on who you cast, cause these are gonna be this is gonna be your person for you know forever mm-hmm. basically. You know? So yeah, it is gonna be very, very curious to see who they cast. Um Yeah.
0: And the other thing yeah. is like I feel like that's a thing that's gonna be really hard too. Because I can understand it with between, like, television and movies. I understand that. But doing it with video games and television and movies, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. Like, that is so much logistical stuff to have to figure out. And, like, that just seems insane
1: to me. But we'll have to wait and see. They seem up for the challenge, though. You know?
0: Yeah, that just seems like... So, like I, I, for sure. I know there were some game devs that were talking about it and were like, that sounds like a nightmare. But they haven't had meetings with James Gunn about how they're going to handle that stuff either. So, um right. I'm really kind of curious to 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 where it's going to go. I I I do like I do like getting like heroes or villains that I haven't seen before, like the Creature Commandos, like the uh the 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 Authority. The Authority, um uh, and because like, listen, there was a time where a lot of us didn't know who the Guardians of the Galaxy were, but we know who they are now, you know? So, like, I remember before that first movie came out, and some people were like, a Guardians movie? Who's going to want to see that? Who's going to know those characters? And then, you know, the movie came out, and, like, they're some of the most popular characters, I feel. so.
1: Um, Not only that, but this was literally the guy that did it to Exactly. And he's doing exactly. it again. With the, he did it with Marvel, and now he's doing it with DC, you know?
0: So when people are like, I don't get why he's doing that, I'm not going to doubt him for it because he did it with Guardians. You know, like, if anybody could do it, it's it's James Gunn, I feel like. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see, I guess, and see uh, some of that stuff. It, it, it is obviously a challenge, but they seem to know what they want to do um, with it going forward. So those are kind of my my thoughts on it a lot of it is like wait and see for me yeah, which yeah. i think it is for a lot of people yeah that's fair
1: yeah because yeah, a lot of it's just like we know these are happy things are happening now but we don't know other than like waller who obviously like you know violet davis is reprising mm-hmm. Amanda waller like yeah there's just there's a lot of little like small details that they still need to get like figured out and all that you know and and again this is only part of chapter one like it's not even all of chapter one yet so yeah, it's, it, it's interesting because there's a, a mix of a lot of different things in here, right? Like, you got your Superman, you got your Batman, you got your Swamp Thing, you got your, you know, Authority and Creature Commandos, some of your weirder stuff, you know? So, And then you got your Lanterns, which, you know, is... So, for me, Lanterns, Superman, Supergirl, uh, and I think Brave and the, Brave and the Bold are probably what it has me more excited. And then I'm, like, really curious about Booster Gold, how they're going to do that. but. That's some of the stuff that has me more excited. Um, I, the Paradise Lost one's gonna be interesting because they say it's gonna be like Game of Thrones, but in the instead of Westeros.
2: Yeah. Which
1: I'm. I'm like, that'll be. I mean, that one. I don't know, man. It could. It could be good or it could be bad depending on how they do it. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I just what I think is interesting about that one though is that it's. Like we don't know anything about Wonder Woman, like that's you would think that she's maybe show up there, but this is probably gonna be like before her time, maybe or yeah, I know it's weird. I I don't know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be something, and yeah, in terms of the Brave of the Bold, uh, I kind of I kind of when it, when this was first announced, I kind of was also with you, and I know Jake feels the same way about Damian Wayne. I he he probably wouldn't be the one I choose either, but. I've kind of it's kind of this idea of having him be the the Robin mm-hmm. we start off with has kind of grown on me because I um because of the potential of the other Robins. Exactly. Nightwing so, could show up maybe Night- possible. Nightwing, Red Hood, like all these other guys are are pretty much going to be out there already, right? So exactly. The the thing that, ex- that excites me is we don't have to wait for them. We don't have to go through each Robin and and exactly. do that, right? Yeah, we, already as, we already have them. We already have them. So that's what has me like because i was with you guys but then like that had me has me kind of like oh well you know we don't have to we just we skip all that and just go straight to having everybody all in a part of the universe already right that so does get me excited kind of kind of you know like just looking at the bright side of this right because you know yeah mm-hmm. but yeah I, I so so for me that that's kind of what has what has like improved my uh you know or get, gotten me more hopeful for 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 brave and the bold because yeah i'm much like you guys i wasn't really about like damien being the one we have but like you know when i thought about it a little bit more i'm like hey we could have red hood and and nightwing and because they all, because he did talk about like the Bat family in this video right like we're like if we're gonna get more of the Bat family that's gonna be dope like you know you get like Bar- you know barbara depending on whether she's oracle or Batgirl, you know like that that'd be cool and you know, you could bring in Batwing and, you know, just, oh man, there's so many different characters in the Bat family. But anyway, so yeah, that's kind of what it has me excited. And obviously Swamp Thing I think is going to be dope, which speaking of Swamp Thing, we have some news for that. And Ho- the Hollywood Reporter
2: is reporting that James
1: Mangold is in talks to tackle the Swamp Thing movie for James Gunn and Peter Safran's DC Studios. So you guys may know James Mangold, director of uh, the upcoming Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny. He also did uh, Logan. And he's been, in, he's been name, named and mentioned for a lot of other things. Uh, so he's pretty good pretty good so um yeah so they're 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 talking with him about about you know maybe taking the the helm of of swamp thing which i think uh, james mangle swamp thing could be pretty pretty great Uh, Mm
5: -hmm.
1: so i'm all about this so hopefully they, they they get that done um this was as of February first, so there you know i don't feel i don't know if there's been any i don't think there's been any other news other than that, but hopefully the talks continue to go well and uh you know I would like to see that movie happen with him in charge of it so that'd be cool
2: yeah, uh moving on, we
1: have uh a gladiator the gladiator sequel has a release date. 2024 is the year. Uh, So Ridley Scott is back to direct the follow-up to his 2000 Sword and Sandals epic. So 24 years later, the the sequel will come out. Um, It's a follow-up to the Oscar-winning Best Picture uh, film, which followed Maximus Decimus Meridius, played
2: by Russell Crowe. Uh...
1: The, according to previous reports, the story sequel will center on Lucius, the son of Lucilla, played by Connie Nielsen, and nephew of Joaquin Phoenix's Commodus. Uh, the project is currently untitled. Uh, Paul Mescal, who uh, recently earned an Oscar nomination for his role in the A24 feature After is in negotiations to star. Uh,
2: So that's uh, intriguing,
1: I suppose. Um, also, so this 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 movie is has a release date of 2024, which will apparently be in, I guess, November, which will which is also the same time that Marvel is supposed to be releasing Fantastic Four, which is slated for November eighth. That's uh, at least two intriguing movies uh, coming out that year and in, in, in that same month. Sure. Cool. yeah so i i, I really like the first one um and i hope they can kind of do it the sequel you know or they can do the the original one justice here with the sequel i don't know how they're going to do that but we'll see uh but if they've taken this long to make it then hopefully it's you know hopefully it's a situation like top gun maverick where it's like you do the first one and then you take forever to do the second one but the second one is is, is, is solid you know like it's good mm-hmm. so Hopefully it's something like that. But uh, we'll
2: see. Uh, It was announced in a uh, earnings call last Wednesday
1: that Bob Iger uh, said Toy Story, Frozen, and Zootopia sequels are all in the works. So, Toy Story 5 Frozen 3 and Zootopia 2 are all going to be a thing. Uh, he said on an earnings call on Wednesday that, or uh, he told investors that these future films were an example of how we are leaning into our unrivaled brands. He stressed and stressed again the importance of curating the company's marquee brands and franchises. Uh, so yeah, we're getting uh, a lot more of these things that people love people love toys the toy story movies and i know a lot of people are like you could have just ended after three but to be honest i didn't mind the fourth one i thought it was pretty uh pretty decent so i'm I'm curious to what they're gonna do with the fifth one because i thought that maybe five would have been a or four would have been a, a good ending to it but now they're making another one so i don't know you know i don't know what yeah. they are planning on doing but uh, And I haven't seen Frozen 2, so I don't know what they're doing with 3. And then Zootopia, I'll be honest, I wasn't the biggest fan of. But uh, they're doing another one. So, hey, you know, these, these, these movies make money and they do well, so of course they're going to keep making them. Uh, makes sense to me. Sure. Uh, And then, finally, to end our, our news here, we have some trailers that dropped yesterday at the Super Bowl. So we got one for The Flash, one for Guardians, an Indiana Jones TV spot, and then the Super Mario Bros. movie got a little plumbing commercial thing. So let's check these out. Uh, I reacted to, uh, to a few of these. Uh, the Flash I reacted to, Guardians I reacted to, and Indiana Jones I reacted to. If you want to go check, check out my initial thoughts on these, go check them out on my YouTube channel. Uh, which if you're watching this video on YouTube right now, then you're probably, I've already seen it or you see it there. So anyway,
2: uh, let's check this out. Three, two,
1: one, go.
0: Tell me something. You can go anywhere. Another timeline,
3: another universe. So why do you want to stay? I fight to save this one.
1: Because this is the world where my mom lives. I'm not going to lose her again. Time has a pattern that it can't help reliving. Different people, different worlds drawn
4: to each other like... Magnets. S-s-s-
1: my face.
3: So, my face. If you were to go into the past, you have no idea what the consequences can be. Bruce, I could fix things. You could also destroy.
1: flick. This can't be happening. I've journeyed across the notion of stars to find you we General's are you. baby I created a world with no meta humans and now there's no one to defend us Want some help There he is
3: oh. You're you are yeah I'm Batman.
1: Damn right he is. If I can't undo what I did... If I can't get back...
3: There might not be a future.
4: What's the play? Batman, what do
5: we do? We try not to die.
1: It's not Clark.
5: My name is Kara.
1: I- I'm well, Barry. we're Barry.
4: Barry, what are you doing? Our kids are gonna wanna see this.
1: So that is the official trailer for The Flash. Uh Josh, thoughts.
0: It's it's conflicted thoughts, right? Because of Ezra Miller. Yeah. It, it's like, I Cause... want to be excited for it. I want to be excited for Keaton back as Batman. I want to be excited for Supergirl. But the whole Ezra Miller thing and how some of this transition stuff happened is kinda of, feels kinda of gross, right? So I don't know. It it, it it It's hard to be cut and dry one way or the other. For me, personally, I know it's not hard for other people out there, but for me, personally, it's like, Keaton was always my Batman. I understand if that was your Batman, too, and you still don't want to deal with this for because of Ezra Miller's uh, whole deal and how some of this transition stuff happened. I want to enjoy it. I just, I don't know. It's one of those things wh- where I might not know until this movie comes out on if I can stay strong or not i'm also curious to how much keaton's actually in this movie um as batman
1: and stuff like he that looks too. Like he's gonna be a pretty big part at least bigger than Baffleck by, by this trailer isn't yeah
0: it? i'm i'm really kind of curious i i i just don't know um i want yeah. to be excited i want to be but i'm trying to stay i'm trying not to get caught up in my own hype for it hype, you, know? Like, yeah. you
1: know like i mean I think this trailer looks fucking awesome, dude. I think this movie looks so good. Mm-hmm. It is a, it is such a damn shame that Ezra Miller has to be so problematic because this movie looks so fucking good, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks so good, dude. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I do want to watch it, but I don't know. I, I hope, I hope I said this in my reaction, but I hope Ezra Miller. I hope they get the help that they need cuz yeah they they've been they've been fucking up a lot of stuff and uh, yeah i don't uh i don't depending on how this movie goes it it could be the last time we see them or i mean i don't know if they've i don't think they've decided yet if they want to bring them back or not but uh but yeah i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll have to see like you said but um as far as the movie itself goes i think it looks great it's so cool seeing and hearing Michael Keaton back. Um I fucking General Zod, which I love, is cool seeing him back. Baffleck seeing him back is cool. Um yeah, Supergirl looks really, really awesome too. Um yeah, it just it it looks and sounds like a really good movie, but yeah, there's always there's that there's that there's that thing, you know? There's mm-hmm. that 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 little that little little thing that kinda you know, is 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 always going to be talked about when you talk about this movie. But um, yeah, um, we'll have to see. But it definitely, from from what I saw in that trailer, it definitely got got me pretty pretty hyped. Um, but yeah, Michael Keaton definitely looks like he's going to be a big part of it because I also, if I'm not mistaken, he was supposed to be a part of the Batgirl movie that we now know or that we have known now that has been canceled. He was supposed to be kind of involved in a few different projects, but now obviously who knows? Cause they got a whole new plan. But, um,
0: that's the thing. I might, you might not never see Keaton as Batman again.
1: Yeah. Like, this might be the, this might be the last time we see him, but Hey man, if if we get one more, if we go one more time of both Batfleck and Keaton, that, that's fine with me, brother. We, we, we get, you know, the, uh, they're both awesome, and 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 it's gonna be it'll be fun. It'd be good to see them again. Yeah, but yeah, that looks pretty good to me. It's just a shame that you know Ezra Miller is, you know, doing has done all this all the crazy shit that they've done. But yeah, in terms of the terms of the movie itself, I think it looks fantastic.
0: Yeah. Okay. What's the What's the next trailer? DT.
1: Next one is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Which we all. Oh, you know what? We should throw up the poster first. Yeah, let's do that. They, they they did release a poster for that. So there's the poster, and then we have the trailer as well.
0: Here is the poster for you
2: guys, which looks pretty good.
1: All right, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Very colorful. Got the whole gang on there. Once more with feeling. All right, let's check out the trailer.
2: Let's do it. Two minutes, 21
1: seconds. Three, two, one, go. I'm going to tell you something. I'm Star-Lord.
0: I formed the Guardians. Met a girl, fell in love. That girl died, but then she came back came back a total dick. Oh
4: please. <laughs> I left out some important information, but that is the gist of it. I can save old dreams, same time every night.
3: Fall to the ground and I wake
1: up. My sacred mission is to create the perfect society.
3: He didn't want to make things perfect. I just hated things the way they are. I want you all to know that I am grateful to fight beside my friends. Incinerate them. searching for a family until we found each other are you ready
0: for one last ride
3: (laughs) we'll all fly away together into the forever and beautiful sky
4: Was that you were in love with? It sounds more like her. Her? That's Do not stimulus. bring me into this.
5: No, <gasps> Knock it off! <laughs> I just never noticed how black your eyes were. They were replaced by my father as a method of torture.
3: He he picked a pretty set. <laughs>
1: So what do you think of that one, Josh? <laughs>
0: I think I need to take my tissues with me to the fucking movie theater because that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, going to be crying.
1: <laughs> one of the things about this one that I think they've done a pretty, well, particularly with this trailer, is that they've done a pretty good job with, I feel like, is they, like, obviously some people are going to die, right? Yeah. But they show you at throughout several points of this trailer, like, Several of the me- different members all injured or messed up. Yeah, like there's at one point they're carrying Peter and he's all messed up. Fucking Drax got like a hole in his chest and he's like all beat up and walking all slow too. Rocket looks like he's in trouble and danger at one point. Like all of them are kind of like in danger at one point. So you, it's like you don't know who's gonna die or who's gonna stay and all that. And yeah, and uh, yeah, they they've they've kind of done a good job with being like. Oh, I don't know, man, they could, all, they could all be in danger. Yeah, I think that's a but, fantastic
0: uh, trailer. I think they did a good job editing that one together to, yeah, to leave enough room in really there. Really
1: well done. And then fucking Peter and <laughs> Nebula. <laughs> and yes, Karen Gillan is, is definitely good. I that's am totally fine
0: lady. with that coupling, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah, why not, dude?
1: I was, I was watching <laughs> some people be like, no, no, can't happen. Yeah, no.
0: yeah do it. it. Why not? I'm all for it. Oh fucking shit. Uh okay, DT, what's next? If we don't have anything else on that.
1: Nah, that's uh (laughs) that's all we got for that. Uh I thought it looks great. I'm excited to watch it. I'm I'm dude I need to watch this one in the theater because I didn't watch any of the previous I do not watch Volume One or Volume Two in theater. You know
0: what? Same, same.
1: Actually. So I I want to watch this one in theaters.
0: I do too. Go have us. I'm gonna have me a. Pri- I'll have me a private cry on the back row. <laughs> which, which,
1: by the way, speaking of Marvel, fucking Ant Man comes out this week, dude. That's right. Comes out this this week. Oh man. All right. So, uh ready for indiana jones little yeah let's TV let's spot. do it
0: let's do it i don't know if you guys can tell i'm in a shitload of pain right now i keep looking away and grabbing my jaw i'm sorry uh, the, the, the meds right. will kick in as
1: soon i hope let's do this all right let's <laughs> do it three two one go A legend will faced his destiny. What are you doing here? Let's go! Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay. June thirtieth. Quick little, little little TV spot there. Still looks good. The CG kinda is a little iffy there, I think, but they're still working on it, so there's, there's still time. I'm not I'm not there's... concerned about it.
0: There's one shot where he looks real good on the train. I think that CG looks good. But, uh, like, this shot right here, I think this looks pretty decent. Um, um, In the back. or Sorry, in the front there. I think that's a good shot.
1: Some of the rest of it does look iffy, though. <laughs> I noticed they also de-aged Mads Mikkelsen in that same scene. If you look at him, he looks de-aged, too, in that one.
0: Yeah, uh, let me see if I can bump up a
2: frame here. Can't get to, I can't get it I can't get it to stop yeah they definitely did I see it now yeah so I was like oh interesting But well, yeah
0: uh... <laughs> this is the year of last rides apparently because we're getting a couple of them mm-hmm.
1: alright well we have one last thing here Josh before we're done with our news for the day Gotcha. And that is the little quick this is also very quick, the Super Mario Brothers plumbing website and commercial uh you know
0: gotcha. little
1: little advertisement thing. There's also a little poster there with Toad, which is new I think.
0: Whoops, sorry guys. <laughs> I, I hit one of my sound bites. <laughs> oh <laughs> I hit Tony Montana. <laughs> hey, it's Tony Montana, man. <laughs> Say hello to my
1: little friend That was an accident
0: Say hello to my little friend <laughs> Well hey we are, we, are, we are
1: about to watch some little friends man Super, the, Super Mario, the Super Mario Brothers movie Here we go Let's, Let's check, check it, it out. out Ready? Yeah Alright 3, 2, 1, go oh, We're the Mario Brothers
4: And plumbing's game We're not like the others Who get all the fame When
3: you dick is in trouble You can call us on the double We're faster than the others You'll be hooked on the brothers huh.
1: Brooklyn to Queens
3: Thank you Super Mario Bros It seems like the only thing you haven't drained Is my bank account yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, For super service Call us at Mario Bros Plumbing Today at nine two
1: nine five five mario Or reach us on the world wide web At smbplumbing.com Super Mario So that's pretty cool Using the, an old school <laughs> the, the, the Mario rap or whatever Yeah That's cool
2: awesome let's just, i'm gonna try to get a
0: show you guys that poster because i didn't get a glance at it there it is
1: there it is it's toad there, there you go so tony montana wasn't lying to you he said say hello to our my little friend <laughs> little friend is toad there he is there's the poster and that is our movie news and our news in general for the past couple of weeks and today's show um we are gonna take a quick break before we come back and talk about the main topic so josh take it away my friend we'll
0: we'll be right back after this guys i'll run some ads on youtube this will be instantly for you we'll be right back after this don't go anywhere
1: be right back
0: hello everyone and welcome back to the clockwork cantina uh we're gonna move into the second half of our show here i hope you had a good break which our main topic, DT? What is our main topic?
1: So tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So whether regardless of whether or not you care about it or anything like that, we thought it would, you know, it would be fun to list off some of our favorite gaming romances. So last year we did our favorite movie romances, I believe. So this year we decided that it would be cool to do uh the gaming version of that. That's what we're gonna be doing today. Uh we usually have like what like about a list of like ten of them, right? Yep. And then maybe if you got like an honorable mention or, or not, but that's kinda that's gonna be what we're doing here today. So yeah, favorite gaming romances. So before we even get into any of that. I have to say, as always, a disclaimer when we do these types of lists and stuff is the fact that I, nor Josh, have played every single game in existence. So there's going to be games or 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 couples or romances, whatever, that we miss because we just haven't played the games. Uh, and here's the other thing. Josh's list is going to be different from mine. Because he's played games that I haven't played and I play games. It might as well be different than his because I play games that he hasn't played. So mm-hmm. it's it's these are our personal lists. So just keep that in mind. We're not saying the best of all time. We're just saying our favorites of all time. So this is our personal list. So keep that in mind before, you know, any comments or anything like that. Just, just thought I'd throw that out there before we we get we get into it. But yeah, so that's what we're gonna do. We're so we're gonna talk about. Uh, how do we want to go about this? Do we want to just do like I do? You know, we both do ten and then nine, or or, or I mean, I'll, yeah. we're gonna start with honor. We'll we'll start with honorable mentions first, but
0: yeah, we can swap back and forth. Can, each one, we'll do well, with that.
1: Yeah, later. so back and forth, how we usually do. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll, we'll we'll do that. So okay. I guess uh, if you want, we can. Uh, you want to go first with your honorable mentions, then? Okay. So you got anything else you want to add into that?
0: Uh, just that I just wanted to say that mine aren't in any any particular order. They're just kind of in the order I thought. I know we usually say that with our list anyway. But yeah. if you're watching, these aren't in any particularly any particular order. They're just like the order I kind of thought of them in. Um. So I have two honorable mentions, so DT, I'm just going to do both my honorable mentions and then we'll throw. Yeah, go for it. Honorable mentions. Uh, the first honorable mention I have is from Max Payne 2: the fall of Max Payne. I have the character of Mona Sachs in the romance with Max. Uh, for those of you that have played Max Payne, you realize that that story is very dark, very ugly very uh, uh just a da- very dark noir type story uh and max and his w- wife th- that's kind of like the main driving thing of the first game what happens in that first game um in the second game the the character of mona Sachs and max developed this kind of romance and there's just uh There's something that happens in that game and it always sticks in my mind. Even when I think about it now, it's like something's happened to Max. He's like he gets shot or something, I think, in the game. And it's the first time in the game that you switch over and you play as Mona. And Hmm. and Max uh, narrates. He he gets shot and they set this building on fire and he's in there and hurt and like knocked out, I think. And he narrates the game because it's noir. And he's always like she came through the fire to get me. And that always sticks in my mind. I always think of that line, like, but I, when I say it, it doesn't sound as cool as it is in the game because it's it's Max Payne, it's his voice, the music, and everything. It's like she came through the fire to get me, and I always thought, "Fuck, she loves him." So, so I, I always throw that in my uh, that's that's in my honorable mentions. It was almost in just like the, the All list. the
1: list. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um... <clears throat> And my other honorable mention is Anya and B.J. Blaskevich from Wolfenstein.
1: Hey, uh, nice. Yeah. In
0: a world full of Nazis, uh, they find love with one another. And I actually really like that romance and at least the children. And it's, uh, it's awesome. Uh, uh, so those are my honorable mentions right there. DT, what awesome. are your honorable mentions?
1: That's cool. So I have only one honorable mention because I'm going to be honest with you guys. This list was kind of difficult for me to do. Hmm. I was kind of struggling with like who to include on it and and what to do because I just I'm trying to remember like all the games I played and like some of the romances and characters that are in that 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 were a couple or or you know were a thing. And it, it's tough, man. This is definitely like out of all these lists that we've done on the on the podcast or for the podcast, this is one of the one this is one of the tougher ones to do for me at least. It's um, fair. So I was kind of like, for a little bit there, I was like, man, who do I throw in here? But I have only one honorable mention. And because because most of my uh, couples, or most of the couples on my list here are straight, uh, I have one honorable mention here that is not... That is, uh, you know, <clears throat> mm-hmm. for the LGBTs and it is Ellie Williams and Riley Abel from the last of us. Um, they don't go too much into this relationship in the game and they haven't really gone into it, into the show for them for a whole lot, really. Um, but I think they will go into, it into the show, but yeah, uh, in the, there's a DLC that came out for the first game called The Last of Us. I believe it was called Left Behind. And it was a DLC that came out, I want to say,
2: like, I don't know, like, a, a year after the game came out,
1: or a few months after the game came out, something like that. And it was like, yeah, pretty much a, a, a DLC to, to the game. And it was, and it focused on Ellie and uh, her friend slash, you know, love interest, uh, Riley. And it's just interesting, like, seeing these two, like, teenage girls, like, kind of, you know, in the midst of this post apocalyptic world, kind of
2: just you know spend time with each other and and you know uh like just
1: i don't know uh the word the the thing I'm trying to uh, convey is like. In the midst of this post-apocalyptic thing, you have these two teenage girls that are, like, in a mall, just, like, hanging out with each other and, and, and spending time with each other.
2: Um, as if there
1: wasn't one going on, and they're just, like... Obviously, the the setting and everything is all jacked up because it's old, broken-down, beat-up mall. And, and, and anyway, it, it, it was a pretty big moment when they, like, share their kiss and stuff and in the the, the DLC, because, I mean, this was 2014, so it wasn't, like, you know. I I feel like things were not as, like, open with that kind of stuff as they are now. Like, nowadays, it's like, all right, he gives a shit, you know. Stuff like this happens all the time. But but I feel like 10 years ago, it was kind of, I mean, it wasn't, like, unheard of or unknown of, but it was still, like, not as, you know,
2: not as out there as it is now,
1: but yeah, that's my honorable mention. I figured I'd, I'd throw at least one one like that, uh, one LGBT one, in here, because uh, yeah, a lot gotcha. of a lot of my list is just mainly like straight people. So,
0: so so is mine. To be fair, huh.
1: yeah. Um But anyway, those are honorable mentions. Josh, what's your number ten?
0: My number ten is from. Fire Emblem is from Fire Emblem Awakening. Um, Mm. uh, Which was like the very first fire emblem I played, it was the one that was on the 3DS. Um, And it is Cordelia. Uh, So this is like the game where you can romance a lot of people in this game, there's a lot of characters that can romance and they can romance each other as well. So as they kind of bond and grow to each other, they grow social bonds, but specifically her relationship with the main character uh, as their bond kind of grows over the game. If you choose to pursue that is. heartfelt and and warming, she is a Cordelia is a Pegasus Knight. That is like so she rides a Pegasus horse and fights with like a, a pole arm. Um, that suffers from PTSD. She was, uh, her, she was in this, like, specially stra- trained squad in the game, uh, of Pegasus Knights. Um, and they end up being killed very brutally, and, uh, she gets saved by one of the other characters, I believe, and she kind of develops a crush on him, uh, but that eventually changes when she meets the main character, if you choose to follow that main character plot line. And her whole romance deals with her, uh, or not just her romance, her social bonding. I shouldn't say romance. It doesn't really, Fire Emblem romances don't become romances until like the very bottom tier of the romance, of the social link, I should say. And it's it's like, it has a moment where she, she suffers from PTSD and she has this, she kind of has this unrequented feelings for this other character and then she kind of meets the main character and they kind of grow and bond together over time. Um and it involves her dealing with her with those past feelings as well and uh it's it's just it's just a romance I really enjoy. Um uh, she suffers from a lot of guilt as being like the survivor of, of that ambush. And in the she ends up like breaking down into the main characters arms at one point over it. And it's just it's very heartfelt romance. It's one of my favorite romances of the uh, of the Fire Emblem games. So that is my number 10. Crom is a main character. The character you play is Robin uh, Majin. And that's so the one I'm talking 10. about the romance with. Yes, you your number 10, sir. What do you have?
1: My number 10 is one of your honorable mentions. I figured I'd just throw them I in gotcha. here. I got you. Because my list is kind of like yours. is just like not really numbered. So I figured I'd just I throw gotcha. them in here. BJ Blazkowicz and Anya Oliwa from the Wolfenstein yeah. series. Um, in a world of Nazis, uh, we got these two. These two lovers in, in, in this fucked up world. And even after the Homie, spoiler alert for the second game, even after it looks like Homie dies, still she is she is there for him and and trying to retrieve his, his decapitated head to bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> so so that, how could you not how could you not love how could you not love that, man? Come on. she she, she was there for him through it all, man. Uh, so yeah, I I I got the I gotta have them in here, man.
0: I got you. That's fair. All right.
1: Uh, nine.
0: My number nine is Leia from Stardew Valley, who's the person I romance ah. every time we play Stardew. I always romance her. Why? Because it's easy. Because she loves salads, and you can. No, nah, I'm kidding. Like, but... <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> it, uh, she really is one of the easier romance to get, though, because she likes the salad, and you get the salad at the bar. But um, I I I love Stardew, and we played co-op Stardew, like all of us. Dude, we had so much fun playing that game, and joking, and doing our romances, and like. Uh, Leia is, is the one that I, 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 I do it every time I play Stardew. She's the one I end up romancing every time. I have that habit of uh, a small sidebar, since we're talking about romancing games. If I ever find that romance, I enjoy that first go around. I will almost never romance anybody else because it feels like I'm doing something wrong. Um, uh, so she's, um, I just think she's sweet. She's a, she's, she's an artist that comes to town or she lives in the town and she's, she ends up having to deal with like her ex and stuff and and you encourage her with her art. And I just think it's a very, a very sweet, um, and lovely romance, uh, gotcha. that I enjoy. Uh, I do it every time.
1: How about you DT? What's your number? Uh, no. I'm trying to remember the name of the, of the girl that I romanced in the fucking star dude. Was her name? I think it was Emily. I don't remember though. I haven't played that game in a while. But I think. This... I anyway. Yeah. My there's number a, lot, there's nine. a lot of
0: options in that game.
1: <laughs> My number nine is from Days Gone. It's Deacon St. John and Sarah Whitaker. So this entire game starts with them and it ends with them reuniting cuz they get uh separated at a certain point and deacon basically is his journey to uh
2: find her again and they and and
1: honestly like when they do reunite it's not it doesn't go the way you think it goes too like it, it's it's interesting but I don't. I don't want to. I'm. I'm trying not to spoil it because it, no, you know. I got you. Maybe there's people out there who haven't played it, and I know Josh, you haven't played it, right? I, don't
0: think I haven't have it installed, but I haven't played it yet. It's on. My, it's in my Steam installed right now. But anyway, played. what I, what I'm <laughs> trying to say
1: is like they they we start with them at the beginning, and then like throughout the course of the entire game, Deacon is relentless in his pursuit and finding her again. So, uh. Yeah, and it's Sam Witwer, man. Like he's he's great, but um, I got you. Yeah, it's 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 if you've played the game, you know you know what I mean. It's 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 cool. It's cool seeing those two together and how you know committed and devoted he is to finding her again, and 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 what he goes through to to do all that. So yeah, they they gotta be my number nine here for this list.
0: I got you. All right. My number eight is from Jade Empire, and it's kind of a little bit of a cheat, but I don't think it is. I mean it kinda is. Um uh, so from Jade Empire, the character of Dawn Star is a romance option. Um for you. She's like a character that kind of grows up with you and kinda has this very uh dark little bit of backstory, and if you played the game, I'm not I'm not gonna talk a lot about it because I don't want to spoil it in case anybody ever plays Jade Empire, which is one of my favorite games of all time from Bioware really do enjoy it. Um, uh, But I have another romance option that is also Jade Empire. And the reason I'm putting it in here, uh, the character of Silk Fox, who is I believe she is the emperor's daughter in disguise, um, which isn't like that's pretty much immediately told to you um, is they. This is the only game on my list where. These three, you, the main character, can have romances with both of those characters. And it's like a polyamory relationship where they all kind of like it is the three of them in a relationship together. It's the only game on my list that does that. Um And I found that out by accident, <laughs> by accidentally doing romances in Jade Empire. Um So. Uh, I think because I've played the game so many times, I've done some of the the romances multiple times. Um, And I always thought that was fascinating that that's an option they go with here. It's like you can either be with Dawnstar, you can either be with Silk Fox, or you can be with both of them if certain conditions are met and something happens that kind of draws them closer together and draws you the main character, uh, all three together. So I always found that fascinating in that game that they they, they had a romance like that, because there's not a lot of romances that kind of deal with that. There's a lot of circumstances surrounding why it happens, which I'm not going to go into or spoil here, but it's not as odd as you might think in the the context of the video game. What is
1: your number eight, DT? My number eight is going to be one of the... uh one of the couples that gets a happy ending and it's going to be Nathan Drake and Elena Fisher from Uncharted. So the, again, this is one of the couples that actually gets a happy ending at the end of their story. Uh throughout the the four Uncharted games, in the end they uh they they stay together, they have a daughter together. They have a There's actually a really sweet scene with them in I believe it's the fourth game where they're just like living the ideal couple dream where they're just hanging out on a couch playing like Crash Bandicoot on the PS1 or whatever and it's like it's you guys know the scene I'm talking about it's it's nice it's it's cool so it it's nice seeing them like you know start off at a certain point where it's like oh man I don't know you know are these guys really going to you know together and all that and then they just end up like being the ideal like couple and staying together and then they have a daughter together and all that it's it's nice man it's nice it's nice to see that you know so they they win they end up together and and it's it's nice to see them go on on their, their journey throughout the game so uh yeah they're my number eight
0: cool My number seven is Valerie from Pathfinder Kingmaker. Uh, There are multiple romance options during the course of this game, I believe. Uh, Valerie is the romance I went with. She is uh, said to be a supernatural uh, beauty uh, in devotion to, blessed by, like, her god. She's a paladin. Um, And it's just, uh, I just enjoy, like, uh, getting to know that character Um, I'm not going to talk super into it because it's a spoiler for like, in my opinion, one of the greatest RPGs ever on the PC. And everybody should play Pathfinder Kingmaker if if you can play those types of games, of course. Um, uh, But it's uh, she's somebody that kind of starts to hate how she looks just because of all the attention she gets from it. Um, And it's 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 just fascinating watching that character and her relationship kind of. Kind of grow with you she's kind of like a, a natural leader um so it uh, that's kind of my that's my number that's my number uh seven Valerie from Pathfinder Kingmaker
1: okay
0: how about you d.T
1: my number seven is so this is the only game where I well I guess the only series where I have two couples of this is the first of the two so Thank God I I'm have. not the only one
0: that's done that. <laughs> I, I,
1: I was really trying to refrain from doing that.
0: I tried to not I, do it too, but I did it a couple of times. I tried, not to,
1: I tried not to do it, but it, again, like I said, this is a hard list to make, man. I was, trying to, I was really trying to think about who to include hey, on here. But, it's your list. You do what you want. But I have my number seven, John Marston and Abigail Roberts a- from Red Dead Redemption. Um, They have their trials and tribulations. Uh, John even questions if Jack is his son at one point. Uh, (laughs) And the Vanderlyn gang kind of makes a joke about, uh, you know, having ran through Abigail, I think, at one point. But uh, these two, through the thick of it all, uh, remained together, stayed together until, you know, the end and uh it's quite admirable uh through all the shit that they have been uh that they've gone through that they were able to stay with each other and it's going to parallel uh something that I have to say a, a little bit later but i just think that that these two yeah were are they're not like the most perfect or or you know ideal or whatever but they they stood the 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 test of their time and and were together until the end um and i think that is that is you know admirable given their circumstances and mm-hmm. everything they had to endure and, and deal with um and uh yeah they're my uh they're my number seven uh pick which again i say number seven but we're kind of just we just have 10 options and we're throwing them in there I they don't
5: yeah
1: they could have been higher they could have you know whatever it's it's they're just, they're here. They're on my list. So, yeah.
0: I got you, my man. I got This you. is your
1: next one.
0: My number six is I put Geralt and Yennefer from The Witcher 3. Uh,
1: ah, yes. Yes,
0: yes. So, I played all the Witcher games. And for the most part, look, Geralt fucks. Okay all those games multiple people <laughs> other people um uh, there's uh quite a few <laughs>
1: options that you can have in these games yeah and i played all i played all three of them so yes yeah. he has he has options he does <laughs>
0: um I, and I, I was tempted to put Triss here uh just because she's kind of prominent in those first couple games
1: yeah, I'm uh, not gonna lie. I thought you were gonna go with Triss, like if you were to have them on here. I thought you would go Triss instead of Yen. It was, it was.
0: I, I really, I really thought about it with myself on that one. To be honest with you, I really did. But uh. I think the thing of it is, is that third game, and how mm. prominent Unifer is, and Garal and kind of like his pursuit of her, and then like some of the storylines that get kind of wrapped up there, their choices with each other, and in that it really feels like Jennifer kinda is the true love of Geralt person. It's kinda how I feel, especially in that third game. Um so that's why it's my number six.
1: Yeah, yeah. It makes makes total sense. Um I had them as my number five, but I'll just I'll throw them in. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were also uh they're also in my list, so Geralt and Yennefer, I'll throw them in here also at number six. Why not? They, yeah, I, I just, you could have gone with Triss in here as well because that's another option that, that, that people, you know, some people tend to go with Triss over Yennefer. I, from the moment I saw Yennefer though, I was like, yes, I'm, <laughs> I, Yennefer is the one. Uh, but yeah, no, the like you said, she's such a big prominent part of the third game. And like in the first two games, you have Shawnee and Triss, and you know, there there's maybe a couple other, you know, women that are that are a part of that, but like I feel like at the end of the day, the third game is so like such a big piece of, of the whole like trilogy that it kind of overtakes some of the other stuff. Like I'll be honest with you, I think Three is like the one I remember the most, and like I probably remember one more than two. Two I beat like so quickly, like it didn't even. I I it even. I don't remember a whole lot about the second game. But yeah, dude, Jennifer Jennifer is the one that as when I, as soon as I saw girl, I was like yes. I mean, shit. Have you seen fucking you? You seen her? I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> she's gonna be the one, dude. Video video game Yennefer is good, good, good. Goodness gracious, bro. Anyway, uh, I, 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 I uh, yeah. Geralt and Jennifer are, are. I think they complement each other so well, especially in the in in that in that uh, game, and and she's a big part of it, and yeah, it, it just it it makes total sense to, for her to be the one, but yeah, I've seen, like I said, I've seen people do go for Triss instead. I actually haven't seen like a playthrough. I'm actually I'm curious to watch like a playthrough of somebody play through the Witcher three and then go after Triss instead of Yennefer, because I never did that. Or, or like, I know it's an option, but I, I, you know, I've never done it or I've never seen anybody do that either. Cause for the most part, I feel like everybody, well, not everybody, but most people agree that Geralt and, and Yen are like, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's them. Right. But, you could go Triz if you wanted to, I suppose.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah. So yeah. they're Yeah. I have. I have them on my list as well.
0: Gotcha. All right. My next one, I I, I also think is going to be on your list. It is Pan Am Palmer from Cyberpunk. Um, yes, she is on my uh, list. I uh, kind of what you said with Yen. The moment I saw Pan Am, I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. she's the one." Um. She is the- And it's, it's, it's. I like how it is, um, also like. It's sweet. Like, it starts off with, like, they kind of flirt with each other. It's not like they just end up together. Like, you see it grow over time. Um, especially there's a moment, I think, what is it? They're, they're, they're waiting out a storm or they're, there's something where they're, like, staying the night together in this room. And there's a moment where Pan Am like looks over at the main character, and you're like kind of looking back. It's like that that moment made my heart skip a beat in real life. So I was like, yeah, that's the one right there. <laughs> you know, like uh, so yeah, I had to go with Pan Am for for the cyberpunk uh, romance picks. Um, it's it's just. Uh, that whole like farmhouse, uh, scene, like where they're they're talking to each they're other. On the couch. And, yes, and like she puts yeah. her legs on V's lap, and like that whole deal is like it's just admittedly the love scene later with the tank's a little weird but most of the other stuff leading up to that's great <laughs> you
1: don't like, like tank you don't like fucking in the tank bro come on <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> no no I, I, I get you yeah.
0: uh, but yes Pan Am absolutely
1: 100% yes I, I'll i just go ahead and, and, and continue that cause I do have her on my list as well uh, I, knew, I knew she B would be B <laughs> and Pan Am absolutely on the list uh much of, I echo much of what josh sa- said there that yeah, that scene where they're like on the couch uh, you know after that one mission where they're you know just sharing a moment was very nice, and yeah, you get to see their relationship progress over time throughout the game that you're playing, so yeah, I mean, yeah, and pan Am she's just also very very attractive lady so yes they, they, it works out it, 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 it works out pretty well um the way that that goes and then you know you just you, it, it's it's one of the games that like i when i was making this list i also tried not to add games like me personally where like you have like your own creative character on the list and then you how can i romance another thing or, or another person another character because i, I have like you know established characters in here already but there's a few of them in here like like v is a character but you can but it's like it's your v or like you know for for stardew like on your list it's like yeah we everybody you play like the farmer or whatever character character is called but it's like your version of the character right yeah um so yeah i try not to have too many of much of that in there personally because i don't know i, I Know, I, I, I but 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 for something like this, I think it, it, it was fine because it's like, yes, V isn't as is a character, but you can have your own version of that. And uh, yeah, i know I just Pan Am's great, I, uh, lo- loved her from the moment I saw her, man. She she was uh, she, she, was, she was she was great, and yeah, just seeing them two go on that journey together. And I i actually played through all of Cyberpunk 2077 and I got the happy ending with her, baby. So. <laughs> yes sir i yeah i love that game looking forward to playing the, the 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 phantom liberty uh expansion when that comes out so uh
2: yeah gotcha
0: my number four is a game i've only played once because it is so long but i enjoyed every moment of it i streamed the game uh persona 5 uh anne's romance with the main character uh is I think all the ladies in Persona Five you can romance. I wanna there there's that game has a lot of romances in it, um because it's a JRPG, right? And uh so I've only ever done the one romance with Anne and I, I really like that romance. I really like the character of Anne and and, and she goes through some shit with the main character Joker. Um And and they become friends over time and. Man, it's it's hard for me not to go into like. Persona is so good, everybody should play it. That's what I'm going to say. The game's so good, you should play it like it's it deals with like. Owning who you are and who you grow up into who, who you're growing into becoming as an adult and you're dealing with your traumas and stuff like Anne is a character that's a model, so she's kind of like everybody kind of sexualizes her a bit and she kind of owns that or ends up all kind of owning it and growing and dealing with that um, over time. So it's I want to go into it too much because I everybody should play fucking Persona. It's so good. It's so good, uh, one of the greatest games I streamed on Twitch, I believe. So, um, uh, that's my number four,
1: BT. Cool.
0: What's What do you got?
1: Yeah, I haven't played that game. I uh, maybe someday I will. Um, but yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to play that. But yeah, I know you love that game. Um, mm-hmm. my number four is gonna be Big B Wolf and Snow White from. The Wolf Among Us. Uh love the Wolf Among Us. I mm-hmm. it's a fantastic game. I am very much looking forward to playing the second one later this year when it comes out at some point. And yeah, just again these two and, and the the journey you go with them on the like five episodes I think it is of, of the Wolf Among Us
2: um is, is is really cool like especially cuz like
1: they don't necessarily kind of start off as like a you know a a uh, a thing but over the course of time of of the of the, the game they kind of like like they start off working together right um cuz he's the sheriff and she's you know helping Ichabod crane uh with with his you know mayoral duties and all that, but anyway um I don't know i just i that's one of my favorite games and and and
2: them you know seeing them like
1: kind of it's it's one of those like loves that like they don't they're not like outright. Like with mm-hmm. it at the beginning, but they kinda like there's moments throughout the games where where they kind of like um Like like you can see the care they have for each other, right, like they worry for each other and they care for each other all the you know all the time, and uh yeah, it's uh it's really cool, um, those two characters, I love them both. And and I just love the the fables like you know that that fables verse that that they're that they're a part of and and just those two get those those two together complement each other so well and uh, I think they without spoilers of of the game they uh, yeah there there's a lot of things that they go through together and it's it's nice seeing you know where they. Where they are in the end of that first game. So I'm looking forward to see where they continue towards the uh the next one.
2: Hell yeah. But that's that's my number four.
0: All right. My number three. So I cheated a bit here and put two games here. Um uh I have the first game. Bastila Sean from Knights of the Older Republic. Um mm. I it was uh, the first time I fell in love with a video game character ever. We talk <laughs> we still talk about it. DT and I still talk about this this character. Uh yeah, I love Bastila, <laughs> Love her to death. Um uh and it's where I fell in love with Jennifer Hale for the first time. Uh and, and still love Jennifer Hale, she's the best. Um the The romance that the that happens with the main character over time is 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 fantastic, and they have this bond that kind of grows, and they kind of steal it for a movie and do a shittier version of it. But we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it, I just love what a firecracker she is through that first game. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to talk about it too much, just mostly because we're going to have a remake of this game that's going to come yes. out someday. And I want a lot of people that will hopefully get to experience that for the first time, right? So um, so I also and put I the sequel to that day. Yeah. So I also put the sequel to this game, the series Knights of the Old Republic two on here, although I'm not sure if it, I guess it's romance, but like, I just find the relationships between the characters fascinating with the uh,
1: I got so
0: I put I put a slash here. I like Visa's relationship with the main character, but also the handmaiden's relationship with the main character. And then the way those two interact with each other when there's things going on between the main character. Right. So I, I just I find that there's a moment with visas that happens. Uh where they she looks at the main character with the force and the main character looks through at her using the force. And I find that would be one of the most fascinating and like romantic scenes in a game. Like it's, it's pretty high on my list that it doesn't get talked about very much. Uh, And I find that character fascinating. Um, So I, I kind of cheated a bit and I'll be honest with you. I cheat on my next one like that too. (laughs) So I, um, I I, I, had, I wanted to put it on the list and I thought I don't want to put like a game and its sequel as two separate things. I'd rather them just kind of share a number. So I, I, I did that here with KOTOR's one and two um, as yeah. my number three. Um, and I'm going to do it again at number two in a minute. So how about you, DT? <laughs> so
1: for my number three, I have this is one of the ones where you can choose Many different options, but for my playthrough of my character, uh I went with, uh, you know, a specific uh, character. So I'm talking about the Mass Effect trilogy and Shepard and Tali, because that's 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 the one my Shepard went with. Uh Obviously, everybody has their own options. Like if you're going fem Shepard, you go Garrus, or you know, if you, if you do you know male male Shepard, you could do you know, Tally like me, or you can go Liara or, you know, whoever, what you know, whatever. But I went with Tali. That w- that, that's, that's my Mass Effect love interest. And you don't, it, it's interesting because these are like, you don't necessarily start off being able to romance her in the first game.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: They don't, they don't let you do that in the first one. So you kind of have to like, if you, if you're going for her, you have to like kind of wait it out until the second one. And then obviously the third one, but it's, yeah, it's just interesting having that like dynamic of like, Oh, you have, you have your eyes set out for her, but you can't, it's just not possible to, to start off with the first game. Cause like, I remember what happened, what happened in my game or in my run of mass effect was they were very like they were like almost trying to force Ashley on me. Cause at one point during the game, there's a mission where she's like, yo, where this could be the, this could be the last time we could do anything. You want to, you know, you want to <laughs> mess around for a little bit. And like, I was like, sure. Why, why not? Fuck it. Right. Whatever. We're, we're, I'm not going to, you, you, you mean like this, this is, I was even trying to go for her. Like at all, like Ashley was not even a, a, a an option that I was even considering because she's kind of, I mean, if you guys know how I feel about Ashley, she's she's kind of annoying at times with her like really blatant like, just like oh aliens and, and <laughs> that first and, game's rough on Ashley <laughs> and and you know all all of that bullshit. So <laughs> I was like, no, I'm sorry, Ashley, you're you're. You're fine to be a part of my team and all that, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to end up with you. So, um, yeah, towards like the end of the game, they like kind of forced her on you because, because I guess, cause you didn't, I didn't really have a, like a love option interest in that up until that point. And then they were, yeah, they just kind of like throw her at you there at the end. So you're like, all right, well, whatever know why not we, we, we could die here let's just let's, let's do it and then <laughs> yeah. and yeah it is until the second game where you can kind of be like okay we're we're, we're 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 done from that now it gives me the option to romance tally and and it's just it's nice seeing them like even through the little stuff like when you get to the by the time you get to the third game when she's like oh let me let me do some research about you know what 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 I can do for us to to get it on and all that (laughs) stuff. Right. Like all that, even like just stuff like that is like really, really sweet and, 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 and nice. And you know, she's, she's the little like, Oh, you know, we work out and like, do you really like me and all that kind of stuff, which I think is, is is adorable and, and sweet and just it's, it's nice, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, my, my mass effect love interest was, was Tally. Uh, I know not everybody's is, but that's 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 mine. So
0: that's what's so great about Mass Effect. If I can jump in here on you for a second, DT is uh
1: yeah, yeah go for it.
0: Is like your shepherd is yours and your romance is yours, right? Like it, it, that's the way it's always felt when I play Mass Effect. Uh, some other games aren't like that, but Mass Effect always feels like that because there's just so so many different options and ways of doing things and interacting with with characters. So. Like, I when you say that's yours, that's your Shepard, that's your Mass Effect love interest, man, I feel that because it's different for everybody and everybody's got
1: their picks. No, uh, you really do. All right. All right, my friend, uh, what's your uh, what's your number two, right?
0: My number two, I have three games here. they are sequels to each other. Oh, boy, <laughs> I cheated. I cheated. Um. It is the
1: Dragon Age series. Um
0: and so, Dragon Yeah,
1: sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, as Josh is about to talk about this, I haven't played any of the Dragon Age games. So you guys are not gonna see any of that on my list because I have not played them. I am uh want to play the first game, which is Origins, at some point, maybe soonish, but uh yeah, I don't yeah, I I I don't I have I have no uh what's the word? I have no uh thoughts or opinions on it because I, I haven't experienced it yet. I want to, but I haven't yet. But anyway, continue, Josh. So this is another
0: one of those games where you have multiple options, kind of like Mass Effect, because it is a Bioware game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are multiple romance That's... options. Uh, yeah. My, The one I go with is the character of Liliana, who is a very complicated character, and I am not going to go super deep into because DT is going to play the game, and I don't want to ruin it for him, and I want him to kind of discover and do his own... Kind of like uh, romancing options, if he so chooses. Um, there's a lot of special moments with this character in this game. I will say she's DT. When you start up the game, her voice is the one you hear singing the song in the in the in the title menu. So she's a singer. She's a singing character. Um, there's a moment that happens with the main character uh, when the romance kind of happens that involves some singing. So. It is a very lovely moment, and that's that's where I'm going to leave it at. I I, I don't want to go in deep in that one. Um, in Dragon Age Two, my my hawk, my character named Hawk, um, because Dragon Dragon Age Two is kind of like they do the Mass Effect thing, DT, where they kind of um, you know how like everybody has Shepard. Well, in Dragon Age Two, everybody has Hawk. Um. Uh. So the romance option I have there is with the the pirate, Isabella, um, who is. Man, that this (laughs) this character has layers. Um, uh, And uh, it's another game where there's just a ton of romance options. Um, um, She's a very flirty character and kind of uses that to kind of deflect at times. Um, uh, She's a type of character that does like kind of like a lot of one night stands before you kind of become a a romance with her. This is kind of how she is. Um, It's it's fascinating. Once again, not going to go super deep into. uh, That just in case in case DT ever plays Dragon Age 2 as well.
1: I plan on it at some point,
0: and then, which is this is why I can't wait for Dragon Age four. I can't wait to be like, Who am I going to love in that game <laughs> um, uh, because each of the games have characters that you just fall you fall in love with them, you can't help it um uh and then the last one, Dragon Age Inquisition, another game with multiple romance options uh I go with the character of Cassandra in this she's a very sweet uh. She's the type of character that has a very hard edge, but underneath is kind of like a sweetheart. And there's like a very nice lot of lovely romance options that kind of happen in in that game. So those that's my other cheat was number two was 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 I put all the Dragon Age games in one number. Um, uh, So that's my number two DT. Who's your number two is what you got for number two.
1: My number two is one you've already mentioned. Is Revan and Bastila from Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic? Uh, I didn't include the second game, like Josh did, but I have KOTOR for sure. The first one. Um, hey, that's fair. Yeah, Revan and Bastila, bonded by the Force, to be together, and they they go through some shit too, man. Because
2: uh, mm-hmm.
1: you know we know that. Uh, Well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to spoil it or not.
0: I know, right? It's hard. You like you want to talk about it, but it's like I, I oh, want to talk. Man. I
1: want to talk about the Darth Malik stuff, but I'll yeah. just leave it at that. Yeah, they they, nah, they I got there's you. some stuff with 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 Malik and 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 you know, basically, Reven has to help her and 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 bring her bring her back. But anyway, uh, yeah, there. They are by far one of my favorite uh, Star Wars, like, force-wielder couples for sure.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: And what Josh was referring to earlier is, he he didn't say it, I'm gonna fucking say it though. They are the original and the best version of the Ray kylo Ren force-bonded lovers thing. Yeah, they are the OGs, they are the best. They know they still haven't done it quite like they did with them, and who knows if, if they'll ever do it like them. Uh, hopefully, my, my it is my hope that eventually, at some point, these characters will be brought to live action and they'll be yes. justice. Oh my god, I want to see Bastila and her double bladed yellow lightsaber, and Revan with his purple and red out there doing things, and then yes, I. I, I yeah, they're they're definitely like you guys know how, you guys if you know me you, you know I love Star Wars so I had to have a Star Wars couple in here and and what and it's video games so they're they're obviously gonna be the one so yeah love Raven love Bastila both amazing characters that I hope one day to see in live action um, yeah they're on my list so Josh we're down to it my friend number one number one who is your number one.
0: There is a game I have not said yet that was on DT's list. You guys know it. If you watch this channel long enough, you know it. It's Mass Effect. It is the romance that I went with, which is Liara Sony, who kind of gets the most love out of all three games with that romance, because they realized after that first game, they were like, man, everybody went for that lady. So they built that on, like, three games, and it is one of the most beautiful, lovely, sweet, amazing romance through that whole journey of the mass effects. Um, From from the moment you you start the romance, the moment that happens toward the end of, you know, Mass Effect 3, where they kind of embrace eternity, I guess, that moment before the final battle and all that kind of happens. And uh, there, There's just so many great moments uh, with Liara that I could I could sit here all day and just list them all off. But I'm not going to do that. Just know, if you ever play Mass Effect and you romance Liara, she is a, a romancer, I believe, both male and f- female Shepard. Um, you will not be disappointed. Uh,
1: what is your number one, DT? Well, my number one is maybe one that people might not think about as much. Um, I have it in here because it is a love of two people that love each other very much, but ultimately, they cannot be with each other. They They live two completely separate, different lives. And we know that as you play this game, they have a history. They used to date when they were younger, but he lives a life of a very dangerous life, and he doesn't want to put her through that and she had to you know get married and 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 have a have something for her to have her be, life be secure and, and and not in shambles and The couple that I'm talking about is one of my favorite video game characters of all time. And it is Arthur Morgan and Mary Linton from Red Dead Redemption Two.
0: Absolutely, this fair. is
1: one of one of the most heartbreaking love stories it is ever. Because again, these are two lovers that love each other very, very much. These are two people that care for each other so much, and we see this throughout the game. There is missions where Arthur will like go out of his way to help her, and like it is you hear it through the through the void through their voices the 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 actors you Roger Clark when he like speaks his lines and you hear Arthur like kind of say things differently than he would to anybody else and he's like that that's his girl man and he can't be with her though and and he knows that and she knows that because he's a good guy in a bad guy's world and she is just he doesn't want to he doesn't want he doesn't want to put her through that like he doesn't want her to be a part of Want her to be a part of that, and like, there's multiple times throughout the game where you have like side missions with her, and like, there's I think a, a specific moment where like she asks him to to just leave everything behind and and go with her and just just leave, right? Like she's mm-hmm. getting ready to go on a train and all that, and you know, he know they both know that it's not gonna happen, but she wants to ask. Because it's a dream, you know, it's it's their dream of 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 being together. But the reality of the fact is, a lot of the times there is the love of this kind where you have somebody that you just you love so much, but you just can't be with them. And that's I think that's pretty, you know, I think it's pretty realistic because it is, I, you know, there's 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 there is a lot of that kind of love too, man. And I know a lot of the stuff in here we have is like very very sweet and very, like, you know, they end together and they have happy endings, but I, I wanted to throw this one in here because I think it's very underrated and very, like, not... Uh, it's not talked about as much, but I think like, if you've if you if you've played the game as much as I have, or Josh have, or you love Red Dead, and, and like, for me, like, I, Arthur Morgan, I, I for a while, I debated with myself if I liked more than John Marston. I think I do like Arthur Morgan more than John Marston. After having hey, years fair. of after having years of like playing both games and and like like just having these two characters and and all that i think i just his story is so so tragic man like everything that that he that he goes through and 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 he deals with and and even like with you know with his love life with mary like it just it, it's it's sad man it's, it's sad as hell seeing these two people love each other so much but they just cannot be with each other cuz they just live two different lives and you know that's just the way it is sometimes, man. So. Facts. Yeah, that is, uh, that that's my number one, man. Shout out to you, Arthur Morgan. You're the man. And Mary, she was, she was a good one too, man. Like, it it's so, so I, I know how early, remember earlier how I said that, that I had Abigail and John in here because they're mm-hmm. like, they're like the opposite of what happened to, uh, to 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 John and or to Arthur and and Mary like they got the, they they got to be together and and stay together and there's even like in the epilogue of the game. We have the two sides of this. We have, we have uh, John proposing to Abigail on the on the boat, you know, with the ring that Arthur gave him. And then we have, I'm gonna spoil something from the second game here. So if you haven't played Red Dead Redemption two. This is your time. I'm telling you right now. Just gonna be really quickly. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler for Red Dead Redemption Two. So John is proposing to Abigail in the epilogue on the little boat from the ring that Arthur gave him, and Mary, I don't know how, who told her or how she got there or anything like that, but she found this very remote, out of the way gravesite for Arthur, and we have the two, the duality. We have Mary visiting his grave, Arthur's grave, and we have John proposing to fucking Abigail on the bow, and it's like, man, one of them gets a, one of them gets a happy ending, and the the others just don't, man. That's just that's just how it is, dude. And it's it's sad, it's tragic, but it's also nice because John and Abigail get get to have their life together, and and you know, even though Mary and and Arthur didn't get to have theirs, he, they were still there for each other when they could, and and they still cared about each other and 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 in the end she she went to go visit him at his gravesite so that's my number 1 man Arthur Morgan and Mary Linton so yeah all right guys there it is
0: there's the list of our favorite video game romances dt is right this was a hard list to put together like it really was um and I feel like I even had like a little bit of an easier time, because I play a lot of RPGs, and
1: RPGs a lot of the time have romance options. Yeah, yeah like, like the Dragon Age games, right? You, you got, each one gives you a different option, right? It's like, shit, I need, to, I need to play those fucking games, dude. <laughs> but,
5: uh, <laughs> you're
0: right.
1: You're right. Um, I, I do want to start them, though, uh, at some point sooner rather than
0: yeah, yeah, I, I was really hoping after the Mass Effect remaster, we might get a Dragon Age remaster. I would lose my mind if they did that. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe eventually. It might happen. Um, yeah, guys, that's going to do it for the show. We're going to say our goodbyes. I need to get off here because my toothache is kind of flaring up, so I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to DT. DT, do you have anything else to say on the last of the the, the video game? Romances no, or just
1: thanks for uh for watching or listening. However you decide to uh you know watch or view or listen to this podcast. We appreciate it as always. Uh we'll be back and uh stay tuned. I got I got uh you know, wanna be starting up some more story games here now that the PC is all good to go. Looking forward to streaming more of that. Uh yeah, thanks guys. We'll be back here next time and uh, follow me on all the things i I try to post on all of them occasionally you know i may not be i may be more active on some more than others but i still try to post and keep active on them so definitely hit me up on all that stuff and uh yeah bye bye see you later see you next time see you. all
0: right guys thanks for watching the show and putting up with my tooth pain Uh, i'm just gonna be quick because i want to get out of here. Uh, make sure to follow me on all the things. Appreciate everybody for hanging out. Appreciate everybody's patience for not being, for us not having a show rather for the last couple weeks. Um, I'm getting the tooth out tomorrow. We should have a show next week. We should have a show next week. Um, so make sure to come back. We'll see you next Monday, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye, everybody. Take it easy.